0: Reader mail number two. Hello and welcome to Triangle Square a PlayStation Podcast. I'm your host Brett. Backing alongside me, Mister
1: Saw Bridges, bringing you guys the second reader mail, the new revised version. So for those that don't know, this is a little bit cut loose from our normal Triangle Squared and other productions, where it's a little bit more adult-friendly than kid-friendly, so kind of keep an eye out for that. Adult-friendly? Yeah, well, yeah, there may be a I little... Mean, there may be a
0: adult little adult-oriented than kid-friendly, I don't know. Well, yeah, but, you know,
1: there mm-hmm. may be a little bit more swearing, but uh, if you're new here and this is your first episode watching, you might want to go all the way back to Triangle Squared episode number one, where we release every episode of Triangle Squared Monday at 10 a.m. PST, noon Central Time on YouTube and uh, podcast services alike, whether it's Spotify, SoundCloud, or SoundCloud. Uh, no, yeah, SoundCloud, not uh, <laughs> SoundHound. But yeah, SoundCloud, I You did iTunes. it right once. I you? did it right once, and I thought I did <laughs> it wrong. But, uh, so yeah, if you are interested in our normal uh, podcast, go check that out, as well as Patreon members. Let us know about that off topic podcast you got. Got to hide that um, water before
0: I make Hakuto, you know, moist.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though he's disappeared for Kingdom Hearts 3, I can't really blame him. I know oh, that's what I'll be jumping he's into. He's hit me up
0: a few times talk about chicken wings, which is good stuff. You know, everybody needs to talk about chicken wings occasionally. Chicken so, wings are, you know, God tier. Talk friends. about Zaxby's and how we don't have one and that they're okay to me. They're, they're not. But I don't good. feel <sighs> like, I don't care that we're missing one. Never had a good experience exactly. Daxby's, Neither have I, but then again, we, I wouldn't say that it was bad. Then again, no, no, I, I, that's one of those things where I think that uh, you can be literally anywhere in any town and that's what makes it crazy where it's like because one person will have a good experience in their town because they have a good version of a restaurant with great employees and then the restaurant here, even though we have the same restaurant has just bad employees there's one there's one
1: thing i it's got It's like there our steak and shake is awful that was really it was uh it was named weirdly what was it and it was terrible well i just saw the word salads so that's enough to make me be like uh it was the Big Zack Snacks meal. And it's just like three chicken tenders, fries, yeah. and like toast. Man, Raisin Canes is so much better than that. Even like Chicken Express is so much better. Well, at least the one I had. It was all soggy chicken. But you guys aren't here for chicken. You're here for reader mail questions. <laughs> so for those that don't know, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Twitter, Facebook, uh, we put out posts and tweets telling you guys to ask us questions so we can answer every single one on reader mail that comes out bi weekly now instead of during the episodes of Triangle Squared. And. If you ask us a question, it gets answered. Uh, Don't forget about YouTube. You can ask us a question in the YouTube comments, and we will throw a a like on there. You'll see a little heart next to your name that we liked it, and that question will be answered as well. Didn't get one this week around. Yeah, Uh, I think so. So if if, (laughs) uh, if you're ever watching us on YouTube or you know, let us know and throw a question in there, and we'll get it answered. So yep. We uh, we have food to eat and Kingdom Hearts to play and questions to answer. A pretty good day, if I say so myself. More yep. so, Kingdom Hearts pushing that way up high. <laughs> yeah. So, really yeah. excited We'll, to we'll save our that. We'll
0: save Kingdom Hearts talk, the real Kingdom Hearts talk, for the next episode when we got No, more, no, no, uh,
1: no. We may even wait and save it <clears throat> for impressions. We, oh. Uh, if we can get enough. The first impressions of the year since it, we. If we can get enough played, I would maybe like to record impressions on maybe like. Sometime maybe Wednesday next week and maybe have it out by the weekend possibly, but we'll see. That's we'll see. all I depending don't, on my side. Yeah, we don't want to overpromise anything. We'll see yeah. what
0: happens, and if we get one out there, cool. Otherwise, you'll hear us talk about it sooner or later uh, in non-spoilery-like fashion so that we don't ruin the experience for any of you guys. But, Saul, I think, uh, let's see, did you cover all of our places? I mean, let's just go ahead and do that real quick. If you want to catch up with us and keep up with us on Twitter, where he said you can ask the questions, that's at TriangleSQRD. If you want to do so on Facebook, that group is Triangle Square Day PlayStation Podcast. Ask to join it; we will gladly let you in. <clears throat> Don't forget Excuse about our Patreon too. You can support hey. us on Patreon, where this goes alive a little as soon as we get done recording. And like we said, we moved it so that we could guarantee that we have it recorded. Um, so Friday. that we're not having to scramble to get it out by Friday and that problems uh, with equipment or schedules or emergencies come up and ruin that, which is always possible. and We've had it happen to us before. Um,
1: so so it's, it's Tuesday as of recording now. So you guys uh, well, more than likely get it on Wednesday, I would say, for a safe bet just in case uploading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's upload and roll through. You'll, you'll probably be hearing this today on Wednesday, July the 30th. Um, instead of If you're a patron.
0: If you want yeah. to support us on Patreon, on Patreon, you can also get cool custom cases that we do or you could just support us in the show at any one dollar or five dollar tier. Every quarter, roll through way. it, whatever you want to do. There's a three dollar tier as well if you really just want to kind of in between thing. But yeah, quarterly on the custom cases.
1: Yes, quarterly on the custom cases. We've been getting a lot of love on Twitter thanks to Brett's custom Kingdom Hearts case. So if you're here looking for uh, any kind of info about that, we don't sell those uh, at all. So you have to be part of our Patreon for a quarter, uh, and that's at the what tier? The five dollars tier at the minimum. Five dollars tier. Yeah, yep. five dollars tier minimum. So you're only really paying fifteen bucks. So and then you
0: also get a lot of shows and and podcasts and early
1: yeah so there you go and you know we uh we also take questions from Patreon we did forget about that so if you have a question on Patreon uh, ask us on a post on there and we uh, will answer those questions as well I think that about wraps it up Brett do you have a first question ready for me or should I go. Yeah, you go ahead. Sure. Because I'm an idiot and scrolled up. <laughs> Our good buddy El Shabib, who always supplies the great questions. He says, Are there any genres that you dropped off of over the years of your gaming time? Mine were fighting games and sports games. Exactly the same. Sports games I've never
0: had a big penchant for. Uh I think FIFA was probably my one example of sports games that I just really loved. And I guess they've fallen off even though I didn't play them all that much just because of the fact that there's so much stuff coming out that it's hard. to. Definitely at the time they come out, it's hard to just be like, well, I'm going to forsake everything else just to play FIFA, which is essentially the same game. It's also that you don't want to buy it. You know, there's that thing that compels you to play a game when you buy it. It's like, well, I spent money on it. I need to try and play it. But it's hard to want to go out and spend money on a new FIFA when I could just play the old one on my Vita and it's still similar enough, in my opinion, because I'm not that die hard, right? I'm not the person who immediately notices, well, the juggle mechanics are slightly different than, two, than the previous year, or the physics are slightly better. I mean, I notice it when I wait
1: two or three years, but
0: past that, it's just kind of me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I actually just Googled it to see the very first sports game I ever played was Madden 2004 on PS2. And... I played Madden games every single year and uh, NCAA, yeah NCAA games every single year. Past that, uh, up until probably 2009 or 10, I love those games. I even played Madden 2018. Um, I find really like I don't really watch football. I'm weird with sports, and I'm only weird with two sports, and that's football mm-hmm. and football, aka soccer. Um, <laughs> and it's I like football, and I like watching football during the super bowl season so like when championship games are playing i like to watch those because those are always high tension they're always i feel like they're trying their hardest at those games so they're more entertaining to me because
0: you feel like there's more on the line yeah
1: there's more on the line and uh the same goes for uh soccer slash football is is world cup and i like watching around the world cup i don't keep up with team players i don't keep up with the coaches i don't keep up with so you just
0: genuinely like the sport itself when it's at it's the height of competition in your like,
1: honestly, i like football a lot to watch football but i've never been one to keep up with players i've never been one yeah. to seek out games unless they're championship games going towards the super bowl
0: but you'll sometimes notice the exceptional players just because it's hard not to it's like soccer i enjoy soccer and i watch it sometimes Messi. but i don't keep up Messi. with players outside of the ones that are just ridiculous because it's like well how are they that good you I,
1: know i'm only really i only really keep up with those if it's like tom brady like, yeah, I, like I hear. Names that's what I mean. It's the stuff. ones
0: who naturally float their way to the top because, like, Tom Brady is essentially the quarterback for football. And I mean, don't me wrong. I'm not. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't care about but football, so I have no egg in that basket. What it comes, what I'm getting at is that Tom Brady has been to the Super Bowl so many times that you don't even have to like sports to know his name.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, one and that's of my, the same
0: about Messi and soccer. You don't have to even really know about soccer to know who Lionel Messi is.
1: You know? Yeah, and like one of my favorite things that YouTube has started mm-hmm. doing, and I guess they just it just naturally works this way but um after every game within 24 hours on their trending page there's like the there's 15 minutes of the best and worst plays or whatever and um it's just like i don't since i haven't watched any of these games yet fully i've only watched like clips and stuff and like the these kind of videos like the super bowl is next sunday uh or this sunday actually so i'll probably will try hey, is that right
0: God, man, I don't pay attention at all. Well, like,
1: I will probably try to catch the Super Bowl on Sunday if, uh depending on when I get off work, because I feel like we'll record Saturday, so I'll have Sunday free. Yeah. But it also depends on how far I am in Kingdom Hearts, because I just, there's, like, this weird nostalgic thing with me and playing that game. Uh, like Uh And, like, that's where I really started to enjoy football. Of course, I was young, so, like, we played outside and played football a lot. So, yeah, I never really cared uh enough about the sport, though, to, like, get involved. Like, I know people who do fantasy picks and all that stuff, yeah, uh-uh. but yeah, I'm pretty much the exact same way. Uh, Lgb with sports and uh, fighting games.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing to talk about real quick, and then we'll move on, because uh, sports games, I guess, is a natural one. I'll, I'll give that to fighting games. I don't know. I never really just loved them. Besides, like you know, the the childhood Budokai because it was like getting to play
1: Dragon exactly. Ball Z. That's
0: yep. a little different though. Uh, but not, even not really, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I. It's not because... I didn't play it's it. It's
1: like Smash Brothers when you're young. You wanted to play them because the characters.
0: You didn't I gotta, didn't play, play it because compete. it was a fighting game either. Not even for the competitive sake. I, just, I didn't play it because it was a fighting game. I played it because it was like, oh, I get to play as Goku. Yeah, I mean... And I think most people are inherently at least somewhat, uh, you know, competitive. So while you start playing it, yeah, you get the competitive edge of like, wow, well, I, I want to win. But I didn't go into the game and well, it's a fighting game. I'm going to play it because it's a fighting game. Same with Dragon Ball Fighters. if I'm being honest. It wasn't because it was a fighting game. It's because it's a video game that looked like a great graphical representation of, a, of Dragon Ball. Yeah. As a series as a whole. Uh, and I do lightly enjoy fighting games, so it wasn't a hindrance, you know. But like I've always said, like, what I'm probably going to do with Mortal Kombat 11 is I enjoy playing fighting games just for if if they have a good, well-told story and if they do so in a great presentation. So, like, the I, Injustice games, I think that Dragon Ball Fighters had an okay story that was told in a way that I think was a little bit... It was more for people who wanted it to be a long-lasting game with legs, and that kind of got on my nerves. Not necessarily... I know that they were catering to the crowd who really wanted the game talking so about ball fighters yeah. yeah how you had to like go to the map and then like overtake sections until you got to the end I just thought that was kind of neat. isn't mad. that
1: similar to uh, that was similar to another one of their games and I can't remember if it was Tenkaichi 3 or 2 I don't or remember or 1 or 2 or 3 but it was well I'm not saying exactly like that but it was like a board game
0: well and that was Arc System Works so that was also the people who make the uh, Guilty Gear games oh yeah um uh, know is, that. Yeah, so that wasn't the normal. That wasn't a normal team. That was Arc System Works. I'm just Spartan. saying, there's a
1: similar difference. Like there's, there's, <clears> there. It was either Budokai or Tenkaichi. I'm pretty sure it's Budokai. Maybe even Budokai Three, where the story mode was completely different than the other ones. Where it was a, it was like a board, and you had to like move across the board. Maybe I don't recall that. It was one of them that felt
0: <laughs> really weird. But anyway, that's what I was going to add. That's a, fighting is a natural one, but I guess there's other ones that you end up naturally falling out of because they stop making games as often in that genre. I don't play racing games near as often because ra- racing games aren't as prolific as they used well, to be. They don't come out near as often as they used to.
1: Yeah, and the way I took this is like games that I that, that are still somewhat like... You, that still, you can find. Yeah, they're still popular. Uh, racing games in the communities. That you and I played play. them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm talking about part. games that I really like other than Smash Brothers or Friends, I don't play any fighting games. And other than Madden 18 for like a month, not even a month, like two or three weeks, I didn't even play a, a football game since like 2010. Okay. That was the first Madden game I picked up since then.
0: I've got you. Next question. Let's see. We got one from Go Donovan over here. He says, Hello friends at the squared triangle. What would you consider the most successful franchises on each
1: console and PC? That's a good question. Well, Half-Life on PC, obviously, either Half-Life, League of Legends, or Dota, and that's all debatable on what is what. Well, it depends on what you mean by successful, too, because games like Dota. Well, I'm, I, that's what I mean.
0: Yeah, like so, because they're free to play, so they are successful from a monetary standpoint. But what do you consider? Because Half Life is also successful, not like, only from a monetary but from popularity. Well, yeah. You know. Well,
1: honestly, League of Legends is successful from both. Yeah. Well, so, because like, League of Legends is millions and millions of dollars a year. Free, but microtransactions, Ca- right? No. Well, it's been a while since I played. You buy runes. So, like, you buy stats for you Not really stats, but you buy, like... But you don't have to, right? It's, no, it's a freemium yeah. game. Like, but you buy characters and stuff. So yeah. I, I guess those Just are... Just like on Heroes, character.
0: where characters come into rotation that you could use shortly, and you could try yeah. them out, but then you could buy them if you wanted to be able exactly to use them out the of same. rotation. Yeah,
1: exactly the same. So, okay. I would argue, though, that, like, League or Half-Life, <laughs> and that's word of mouth and money. I guarantee, like, both of those games are, like huge financial successes
0: PC is a really hard monster to even try and think about what
1: really is the biggest success I'm, I'm trying to think but of I something think, that I mean, sprouted from PC and stayed on PC for the most part because Half-Life eventually came to consoles and I yeah. don't think all of them eventually did, did they? Uh, Half-Life
0: 1 was on PS2 and then Half-Life right. 2 all, in all of its episodes it came box. to the PS3 with the Orange Box So yeah. yeah, I think they've all hit console at one point or another
1: uh, so, Nintendo and Mario, Mario or Pokemon's a good tie there. See,
0: that's what I was going to say, too, is I think Mario is probably undoubtedly realistically it. The reason you know that is because it's normally one of the first games they try and get on the system, it's normally one of the games that continues to be a bestseller for it throughout the entirety of the life though i think that's true of other series in nintendo i mean i don't think you can easily discount zelda but zelda's no.
1: still not I dis- feel like on the level of mario I, as much as i love zelda i felt like that even the phenomenon of the po- pokemon in the 90s made that much more of a success- successful franchise than zelda like, Yeah. in terms of like and I'd monetary. and i'd even
0: argue that right now pokemon's a more successful franchise than zelda outside of the uh, don't and i don't mean this to the chagrin of uh, i don't mean this to i would
1: say yeah with pokemon uh, go
0: especially well, I was going to say, and even in general, I don't think, I think that Breath of the Wild was the odd one out in being that successful of a Zelda game. Uh, I, I mean, they're all successful, but even though I think Link Between Worlds is a better game, it did not have the fanfare. and. Oh, it did.
1: Maybe not sales and stuff. It
0: did in the community. But it didn't outside, you know what I mean? Like, it, Breath I mean, yeah, Breath of the Wild is a well, thing that see, permeated well past
1: everything. didn't specify. So, like, I'm going off of word of mouth and financial. Well,
0: yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. So I, like- even at that point, I'm just saying that I think that Zelda as a whole series was really at its height in the, you know, when you think about Ocarina of Time, that's one of those biggest of all time things. Yeah. And that I think that Breath of the Wild is really the first time since Ocarina of Time that the series has been that, you know, everybody was all over it and it was the defining game. I would agree, yeah. So I think at that point, I'm still with you. I think that it's arguably between Mario or Pokemon, but I still think Mario edges it. No, it does. Yeah, it does. I mean, I think it's impossible to say it doesn't. And part of that comes from cheating to an extent because they make so many Mario games that aren't even Mario, but they're still considered it. Like the Rabbids game. I mean, yeah, you could, and that was a crossover, but that's still a Mario game. Then you got Mario Party, then you got Mario Kart. Well, I'm talking about Mario as a franchise, like Mario.
1: But those uh, are all as a franchise. That's what I'm saying. saying. They're still
0: under the Mario cap. But they're not traditional Mario games. Right. But even then, if you just wanted to say the traditional Mario games, I also think they outperform. Well, Mario it's games. the same for Pokemon. Pokemon Go, Pokemon Coliseum. Yeah, but those games have, ne- the side games never did as well as the main games. They still, Whereas, they still did well, though. They did okay, but not
1: like Mario Party or Snap
0: yeah alone yeah, but, yeah
1: pokemon snap was a big one but, but uh for microsoft i think it's easy to say gears and or halo mainly halo i mean for i sure. think it's fair enough to say
0: halo it yeah. made the console and literally is still why people are fans of the console um so yeah halo undoubtedly now pe- Though i think forza is slowly creeping up on it because they've been on an upward climb of people enjoying every entry the next entry even more than the previous
1: one I would, whereas halo has been on a decline i would say forza has encompassed gears so it's Halo, or if, if anything right now, it's Halo Forza. Until Gears 5 comes out or whatever. They, yeah, been we'll almost see, a Gears franchise. 4 was not as... No. It, it
0: didn't spark any kind of flame as far I There are people I, I know it.
1: that love those series, and they stopped playing at that game. Yeah. Very like, similar to Halo 6 with me. Yeah. Um, or Halo 5, I mean, not Halo 6. Is there Halo oh, 6? No, it's Halo 5. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, wait. When you said 6, I was like, wait a minute. But, uh, and of course, for Sony, we got, you know, I would argue... The Last of Us is, is probably the face of PlayStation gaming. For the I think
0: part. the re. I think if The Last of Us had more entries under it, it would be the undoubted winner. But I think it's. Uh, I think it's Uncharted.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess so. I still because see because there's just
0: more games under the belt.
1: Whenever I see somebody who buys a PlayStation and there's like, here's my haul, I always see Last of Us. I never see Uncharted. I always see Last of Us, Bloodborne, and then um, what is that? Oh, I'm blanking. Not not not. um... It's a PS4 game. Yeah, it was a PS2 game originally. And then they've remade it. There was a movie, Ratchet and Clank. How did, I don't know how I forgot that. <laughs> I've seen more Ratchet and Clank in these kind of pictures and, and more talking. But, of course, I know the numbers on Uncharted are, are definitely there compared to Well, that, that's what I was going to say.
0: And word of mouth. N- maybe not in pictures. And I think that's probably a fair enough point that I don't really see a lot. But I normally, I don't know. I guess it's a mixed thing. I do see Uncharted in a lot of pictures. But I guess that just maybe what corner of the Internet you're in. But, right. yeah, numbers, if nothing else alone, and the numbers. Not to of, undermine Uncharted. No, because, I mean, it's a massive franchise so i'm and just talking about like that's a, how, the reason you know uncharted is their biggest one is essentially because every rumor points to them continuing on uncharted without naughty dogs involved i still in, need to play for which means that they have to really believe in a franchise to think that it's going to thrive and live without its original creator when no other franchise that they've had has done that
1: i think that whenever i first get a
0: resistance new, fl- flopped under bad developer to be fair nihilistic uh but
1: resistance uh, on did, burning skies what, was what a nihilistic do on the vita B- Burning skies, skies and right. Black Ops I, dude, declassified. Dude, Burning skies looks like such a bad game. I don't even think that's a Resistance game. No, it's a. It's a. I've, I've looked at gameplay videos It's a. M- it's a mediocre rough. game. Yeah, it it, but it's rough. it's not
0: it's not as bad as Black Ops declassified and not. Oh bad. no,
1: I know that. Yeah,
0: even Ops? though Black Ops declassified actually looked graphically a little bit better, but it was just a shell of a game. No well, story. Yeah. No nothing. I mean, oh, it was there no story game? No. Oh, well, what a waste. There was just contracts you could do.
1: Our good buddy Richard says, any tips on moving up in the workplace? I
0: have a lot, but... Uh, I'm moving up in the workplace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think me and yours are probably pretty similar.
1: Yeah, it's it's mainly... Yeah. And it all depends on what company or like industry you're in because it's all different. Absolutely. But honestly, it comes down to a couple things. It comes down to... And when you're new, you uh, you can't prevent this from happening. But it is to work as independently as you possibly can. Meaning... And this is why I said it's hard for a new person is that like when you are starting out, you obviously got to learn the system and everything. But then it comes down to a point of where if you're there for like a year in your company, uh, you should never rely on management telling you what to do um, if you work in a company that permits that. And what I mean by that is don't constantly badger your, uh, you know, anybody in your company, your colleagues or management on like, hey, what do I do now? I'm done with this. What do I do? What do I do? Don't do that. Just do something. Like you, if you see something that needs to be done, do it, and then that will they'll somebody that will be good for two reasons. One, you're not interrupting somebody from their 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 potential busy work schedule. Two, somebody's gonna notice you doing that.
0: See, and the upside is, is I actually, I agree with Saul on that one, even though that's not one I was necessarily going to say. But I guess the point I'm about to say is there, is that they'll notice, because there are people that will just do exactly what Saul did. And I, I consider them middle ground. People who do work, and as soon as they're done. Bare minimum. They're, well, I'm not going to say bare minimum, because where I was going with it is that you have people who are just, they're literally trying to stay busy the whole time. But they don't have any kind of inner drive as to figure out what to do on their own. So they want to work the whole time, but they ha- they always have to have this backing guidance of like, well, I'm done with this. I'm not going to wait, but I'm going to go ask whoever's in charge what what they want me to do next. And that's like this middle ground person. They're trying to work and stay busy and do an honest job, but they're not necessarily going above and beyond and looking for what to do and knowing and, and thinking about well, I'm going to go outside of what they sell and they'll notice me. Like I think where you were getting at is that it. The other part of that, I guess I'll go there first. The other part of that is people who will do exactly what they're told to do and then won't ask anybody. They'll just be like, I'm done. They don't have to know I'm done. I'm going to fuck around. you know? Yeah, or, and that's or, the worst side of it. Or stretch out their
1: entire workday yes. that they know or, they can yeah, get done. Yeah, because they go, well,
0: I can get done with this in two hours. I'll, I'll make it, it four over, hours. Yeah, I'll just yeah. do it over
1: four or eight. So the, the, don't, don't do that if you're trying to move up because people notice that. People obviously you are asking this question or you're thinking of this aspect of your life because you are at a new company you want to move up in. I'm going to tell you right now, anybody and this goes for anybody i'm not talking to you directly richard but listen closely anybody who's been working at that company knows your workload and they should know your skill by the time they get to know you they know how long that task should, t- should take you people don't think other people pay attention to that kind of thing they absolutely do
0: and there are a few companies that you can maybe get away with in the end but that doesn't mean you're going to get moved up because yeah, where never... i was going is that and i think that this is maybe the next evolution of what you were going to say is that realistically, they want someone who they can tell creates their own work, knows what needs to be done, looks for how to improve what is already being done. Yep. And essentially what they're looking at, and this is how I got so lucky, is to move up over and time and time again. So I've been with my company for five years. When I first started, I worked in the shipping dock, which was a still okay job. Uh, But what happened is the rest of the shipping dock, some of it's just literally, it's even easier if you can tell the rest of your employees around you aren't doing anything to set themselves apart, then you can really push and try and make yourself noted. So what I did in that situation is so, is go, okay. I know what needs to be done, and I know what, when people need to be helped. And with our type of work, where well, we have salespeople who come and ask us for help and do stuff, I never double-question them. I never tell them no. I immediately go and do it. As soon as I get back, I'll get to work on what I was doing if I had to stop doing it. Yeah. When customers come up in the shipping dock, which would happen occasionally, I wouldn't say, oh, well, you need to go find them. I would take the customer to where they were needing to exactly, go. Exactly, yeah. And that got noticed. So when a position came up, one person was like, well, I think Brett would be a good fit. And that was the head of logistics job. Um, And, So what happened is up front started asking people and be like, Hey, do you think Brett would be a good fit? And because I had helped so many people and everybody thought highly of me because of that. You got to mingle
1: with different departments in doing so. So you made a repertoire for yourself. Exactly.
0: So everybody, everybody literally across the board was like, Oh, he'd be a great fit. And it got me where I was to be able to move to where I am now, which is in sales for the exact same reason. When I was head of logistics, I was going above and beyond making sure that I could do even more and then just, Finding out what I needed to do on my own and then also starting to sell on my own when possible to not only help out the people but to give myself experience in something I didn't otherwise know so that now I am a salesperson. I mean, that's what I mean, I guess, is finding your own path forward by paying attention to what other people are doing and either asking them to teach you occasionally without them coming to you, which shows that you have initiative and drive, and then also just picking up on things that you are – I'm trying to think of how to word it, but something where you can see what you need to be doing and you can kind of mimic it and learn it without having to necessarily ask somebody. That's real impressive. If they can figure it, if they can see that you know how to do a job that's not even your job without you ever even having to be told how to do it, that shows that you can adapt quickly and that you're a value to that company.
1: Another big thing is that there's a lot of don'ts in the workplace. Uh, Don't, like, if you're not in a good mood, don't let anybody know that, obviously. And this is... There's a, okay, there's a couple things that I, I'm saying that when you finally get to that position and, and management knows you and you're more comfortable around management, you can obviously let things slide. But when you are trying to move up, they, people notice these things more and more so. Um, and especially if you're trying to go from part-time to full-time or anything like that. And, you know, tardiness, uh, being sick a lot, like whatever it may be. If you're working with a company, my general rule of thumb is within the first nine months to a year – Unless it's a wedding or something like, or an unexpected funeral or something, don't just keep trying to request time off. Like time and time again, you'll go and ask, "Hey, I need this day off. Hey, I need that day off." They're not going to want you be part of their management team uh, or any any kind of an executive team because they're like, "Well, you know, he's he's here, and we finally gave him full time hours, and now he's requesting, you know, every one one day every three weeks off." Don't 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 do that. It looks bad. Um, and but it, that's
0: it, not- some of it depends on your company. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I think we're we're getting. I, we could talk about this forever. That's we could. I, I'm trying to wind down. Uh, but I, I, just to slightly interject, there is that I think it does depend on your company because my company now and your company, yes, because you only have, you already have. Okay, well, you know when you got hired on, and I know when I got hired on here that we have a set number of vacation week or vacation well, days or whatever, and they be, they I'm may talking be adjust. about
1: I'm talking about before you make the move up. Because well, yeah,
0: because but but my example to the contrast of that is when you work in the right place, they don't frown upon that. But it just depends on what business you're in, and I've you really have to know. Never heard the of a only person one that the, and this is this is just the only example I personally have that's like this. They do not frown at all upon you taking your days off. In healthcare, because most healthcare places, you gain PTO by working. So you you only gain your time off by working.
1: My current job and then somebody else, obviously, very close to me. That's not a thing. Like, mental health in, in like, most medical places always is is a joke. Like, they don't care if you're overworked or tired. They don't care, like, if you... I don't mean that. I Because, like, like, when I worked at the hospital, specifically,
0: I was transport tech, right? And, no, they don't really care if you're overworked. And and I could have moved up there, and I chose not to because I was like, I just don't really want that. Um, But their idea about it is, like, we don't care if you take off... As long as you have the hours and you put, and you request early enough that we can cover your yeah. shift. And that's why I was saying, I think that, and they literally said, if you've got the time, we don't care if you ever take off. Just don't try to take I, off when you don't have the I'm time because you have PTO with, hours.
1: I'm answering this question, though, with the mindset of you working for a company with multiple people that is on your level and you want to stand out against them. True. If you are the one that has requested off six times in the past nine months and then there's persons who, people who have not, and your workload's the same and you do the same job, they're going to take the person that has less requested days off. Yeah. that people the people who are working to, actually more
0: there's a there's a balance to it i mean to,
1: i am just saying if, if
0: you work yeah, uh, yeah, if
1: yeah. y'all both work 100% and you both do the exact same thing and you both there every day whatever it may be if you were the like basically if you're to copy yourself and clone it and you're working hard and you're both up for promotion but one version of the clone has 9 days requested off within the first 6 weeks of being there or whatever and obviously if you're young it's not it's very easy especially when you get to know colleagues like big game releases Oh, you trying to take three days off for kingdom hearts 3 and, and you're you, you want full time because right now like i understand you want to do that but you understand that i'm full time and i can't do that so yeah do you need to come to terms now or when you become full time that you just can't do this anytime you want to yeah obviously not singling anybody out but i'm just saying that like if something like that happens it's very common people management executives they're not stupid where you, where you work um it's like a it's like a post i read on reddit somebody was trying to request uh 420 off because that's his wedding anniversary and nobody at his work would have it he's like but it's really my wedding anniversary and they're like no it's 420 we're not stupid <laughs> but yeah just come to work do your job uh, that's why you don't get married on 420 yeah don't don't sit around and just loaf let people know you're actually working but you can let people know you're actually working not by telling them not by asking for more work but by letting them see you do more work on your own initiative i agree next question Brett
0: all right let's see we have one from mr josh whoop he says what do you want to see nintendo do in their next console well we you... this is a better question for you because you've used the switch far more than me i mean honestly i would just like a better switch well okay that's actually i We've was talking gonna... about
1: it in the past with the vita well i said my yeah. dream switch would be what the vita 2 would be yeah and it's the same exact thing it's thinner bezels well, small, somewhat smaller design better screen better graphics uh uh, carts could hold more memory on them so that you're now, not getting these weird carts like Final Fantasy X, where it requires more space. Yeah. but the Noir. same on Vita. I mean, yeah. so
0: that's not, I mean, no no hit against it when it's, carts are legit. It's you also
1: advertised very ugly, though. Yeah. That's not a word, but very really, ugly. Really, really terrible looking white packaging. But
0: I think he meant this, obviously, like what you're saying, where it's the next generation of console. I
1: mean, honestly, but I'm going to cheat
0: answer. I just want to see them make exactly what the Switch is. I don't care if it's the same chipset and everything. I just want them to make the Switch Mini, which is handheld only. I mean,
1: that's that's part of what mine is. Yeah,
0: that's essentially what I want with thinner bezels. Let me bring keep the screen size, cut the bezels down, bring it down by the amount of size that you're able to do, scale down the already. You know I mean, what I'm getting at is that you're not really going to hurt the comfort level of the Joy Cons. They're not honestly that comfortable anyway. They're comfortable enough.
1: Yeah, they're comfortable enough. They could be more comfortable if the right hand Joy Con would be up top. Yeah, I yeah, if they would switch. If they, also, I'm surprised they haven't made a, just uh, a separate Joy Con you could buy like with, that with just the analog up yeah, front. Like just if it, you want to have yeah. the offset original or whatever come to the box, and then the Joy Cons are only like what for a single thirty? No. <laughs> a pair is May, 70 maybe
0: I think there's 79 for a pair which is crazy to me but I, I thought they were 69 uh, maybe I'm wrong but I remember buying some of them returning them because I was like this is ridiculous
1: I really thought they were 69 but that might have been during launch though. I'm talking about now like, maybe, I, I never maybe, needed I didn't, launch. Nintendo's not known to drop prices I already got a Switch I'm about to have to buy another one so I don't want to think about this <laughs> We need two Switches when Animal Crossing and the new Pokemon game comes well, out.
0: Well, hey, maybe by then a Switch handheld only will come out. Yeah, that's what
1: I want, though. Maybe... And then
0: you can just give Annie your Switch and then use the hand. Or do you want the TV functionality?
1: No, I don't, I don't use the because... TV functionality. Hey, that's more for party stuff.
0: And so. here, here's what I'll even say then. I essentially really mean when I say that I want the switch to come out as a handheld only. What I mean is I don't want it to have a dock in mind. See, I don't care about that. All I really care about, if realistically what they could do, because this is already what the dock does, it takes a USB C port and then converts it out to HDMI. If they included in the handheld only version a dongle that let you turn that let you plug the. Um, into the USB C and go out to a HDMI so you could plug it into your TV and then you could put connect a controller to it still because the UI would be the same. Then what would happen is you wouldn't have the docks ability to upscale and render. Do they anything. make
1: things like that, but they're still docks, but they're really small docks. Like they're like like three and a half inches wide or long.
0: But one that you could essentially just plug into it.
1: Pretty much, point, yeah. Like, instead of
0: it being an actual thing that you're setting the console. Yeah, on that's either way. That's my point is. Uh, you saw this with the PSP. You had the ability with the PSP to plug this thing in, set the PSP down, and then you could play it with your TV. I about now that. of course that was ugly because it wasn't intended to be on an HD TV. Yeah, but I, my point being is that we know Red that it Goku can work. And like it would trash. still be 720p. The only thing I guess you'd have to worry about that 720p continues continues to look even worse when you actually move to a 4k tv from just a 1080 yeah. but if you have a good 4k tv it handles it all right and i still think that it gives you the ability if you're really worried about playing on a tv it's probably and i could really maybe i'm wrong i guess maybe you wanted to play zelda at it's absolute prettiest but i think most people who play the switch because it's already not the best graphic console out there are really wanting
1: to play it on tv when it comes time to be like well we all of our friends want to play smash Brothers. that's exactly what i use mine with which when we get a new switch Uh, Annie's taking my old one because it's pristine condition or whatever. She does not care. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of want a new one anyways. Uh, And I'm kind of hoping or banking there's going to be a slim one out by then. But throw a glass screen protector on it. Take the dock. And if i might put it in the game room, when I redo the game room, I might make a specific spot for that. Yeah. doubt I'll ever use it, though. It'll literally be a charging dock, which... Yeah, you just settle in there when you're done. Exactly what it is now. So it has a functionality in that. Yeah. But uh, next question we have... Our good buddy Ryan, he says, if you knew for a fact that not following game media—and he means previews, reviews, let's plays, etc. for all games, not just the ones you're interested in—would it increase? And it would increase your happiness. Would uh, increase your happiness in life with the games you actually play? Would you stop consuming it? This question is null for both of us, because we both can't do this. With the nature of a podcast, it's really hard to not pay attention to games media. And what the
0: nature of this podcast is specifically. So what we actually act at, because I guess you could consider us games media, right? I think what you can do is that you can say that we act as an intermediate. We take, we look at a lot of different uh, new stuff and then we uh, choose the ones that we really want to talk about and then we give our own spin on it and say whether or not we agree with these things or if nothing else, we at least give our opinion on what's happening. Right. Um, That's what we're here for. But I think that I think I get where he's going with it, but and, and I think the flip side of us is that while we may be considered games media technically, we're not to the point where we're paid by anybody or anything like that. So we're not set up into an extent where we're giving it because of any kind of weird monetary value or anything like that. But I guess I'll ask this, Ryan. I get your point behind it, and you think that you know if you're not listening to games media, which I'm assuming in your I, in your mind means that when you consume it from a games media outlet that you think that it has more weight than it otherwise should. All I do is look at it exactly as how I think it should. This is one person's opinion. Doesn't matter if they're getting paid for it or not. This is opinion. This is no different than me finding a guy, random dude in GameStop who was like, ah, well I didn't really care for Ace Combat 7. It wasn't that great to me. Not a game that I really enjoyed, but hey, if you like flight simulators, maybe there's something in it for you. That's essentially how I look at reviews. Sometimes I see that people review games that they really shouldn't be. Uh, Are covering it in general. But I don't, I guess the answer would be yes if I knew that I was going to for sure enjoy the games I was playing even better. But I don't have a problem enjoying the games I play due to media, is what I'm going to say.
1: I mean, yeah. And like, honestly, it doesn't really affect me as much or if at all, really. But I would probably not care. Like, if I wasn't doing this, I would probably do what I did before, where I would keep up with stuff I liked, but I wouldn't keep up with the industry. Now I keep up with the industry more than anything.
0: Yeah. so I mean, I don't really keep up with the industry more than anything. I already did that, I guess is what I should say. I already had a vested interest to see how things are going to go because – The nature of the type of person I am, I like to try and analyze things and see where I think they're going to go. doesn't mean I'm right by any standard. I'm wrong of a lot of things. But I like the idea of looking at it, taking what you can get from it, and then trying to figure out how it might go with that information. And games media sometimes help me with that just as an intermedium between the, you know, giving me the information so that I can see it. And then we act as that as well. We end up giving some of you the information so that you don't have to scour and read articles. You could just listen to it through the, Covered of your car or headphones or whatever
1: with just our opinion spun on top of it. And, I mean... I guess also that would fit reviews. So, because he did say previews and reviews. So, yeah. honestly, it would be hard for me. I don't think because that aspect of it would not make me any less happier, though. Like, reviews is something I actually look forward to depending on the reviewer. Uh, ACG um, is somebody I watch heavily. But that's
0: because... Then I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. I was
1: just going to say, ACG is somebody I watch heavily for the games I'm interested in. I don't watch everything he puts out, but if it's a game I'm interested in and he gets a copy early and he puts it out the day the embargo lifts, I'll typically watch it just to hear of performance issues. And see, that's what
0: I was going to get on. If you were already interested in the game... If if you just looked at a few reviews that were like eh, it could have been better, are you really going to be like, well, man, I'm not going to even waste my time on it. You're
1: just going to play it anyway, most likely. Right. But if they say the frame rate can't go above 20, then yeah, and I'd that's a spend yeah I'd because that's an a find that out problem than spend sixty dollars, yeah, or well, however much it may be.
0: And I and I'm going to play devil's advocate there real quick because if I did that exactly, and I get the idea thought behind it, it's like well, the thought process is like, well, I don't want to waste my money on something when I could buy something else that's more optimized. And more, it's not even
1: about buying something else.
0: It's just, well, it's, I mean, it's just about not spending your money because your idea is that like, oh, I'll spend that money somewhere else on something else. doesn't matter what oh, it is. Yeah. It's in a better state than what that otherwise would be. But if I kept that mindset and I looked at so I bought it anyway. I bought Dragon Guard 3 before the reviews even hit for it. I, I'm fairly positive because back then I didn't really look online as much. I don't know. I can't remember if there were reviews for it. But my point being is I was already knew I was going to buy it, and I bought it. The reviews came out, they were giving it sixes. I don't even think that the reviews are wrong. I mean, if you really wanted to press me for it, if I had to say an objective answer, yeah, it's probably a six or seven out of ten. It's got a lot of performance issues. It's one of the, my favorite games I've ever played. And I would be really upset with myself if I didn't buy it just because of performance issues. So a good example
1: of this that I'll always harken back to is Dirge Cerberus. Yeah, if I would have read a review with the performance issues that were in that game, I wouldn't have bought in the game. Yeah. And that was a lot of money to me back then. So and and, see, and that's a little different because it is about now we're at a point where money well, I mean, is not then, a barrier of
0: entry for us.
1: Even then, it's more of like, I just bought this game. I was looking forward to playing over this weekend. Now it runs like crap. I just wasted my money and time. which is way more important to me than money
0: but if the and I get the time thing but I think that's and that's why I was getting at maybe we just view it differently but I mean Nier the first Nier had uh, some performance problems nothing like Dragon Guard 3 but they're both some of my most favorite games ever I'm not talking
1: about if I'm interested in a game it could be a wide variety of games I'm interested in Resident Evil 2 doesn't mean I'm getting Resident Evil 2 right now at all yeah I've heard bad things about it but I know Resident Evil 2 I know I'm going to like Resident Evil 2 yeah but here's the thing is, but that, I didn't know I was gonna. Where I'm going with that is, I didn't know I was gonna like near. Well, let's say there's an indie game that comes but I just bought, out it, and know? I see screenshots for it. Say that moon Moonlighter. I'll use it as an example. I'm not saying any of this is true. I'm like that game looks pretty cool. I'm gonna go like I'm gonna keep my eye on that, and then like maybe two or three months after it's come out, which is roughly right now, a little bit longer than that, but still, I pick it up on a whim. Yeah, and frame rate issues. Like, well, this was a waste of money because I can't even enjoy this game because it doesn't perform like up to my standards. Because I'm a stickler for frame rate. If I'm getting drop frame rates on a game that I took a chance on, like, it happened in Death's Gambit, but I still thoroughly enjoyed it enough to look past it. It happened in Nier. Still looked past it because I enjoyed the game that much. And a ton uh, of it? Yes. Huh, a lot not? of them. I was playing Near that one on the original PS4, though.
0: Maybe that's why. I was,
1: pl- I Maybe was so. uh, playing uh, on Pro on that, but. If, I it's a, if it's a kind of game where I can look past these things, it doesn't bother me as much. However, there have been games in the past that, for me, it, I can't look past them. And it's, it's very obnoxious. It's very annoying. Like I was getting performance problems in Anthem, obviously, but still enjoyed that. Yeah. But it's a problem and when, if it's a game I'm unsure of, that's when I go to the review, but I'm interested in it. Nine times out of ten, if it's a game I buy on a whim, it's because I'm sure I'm going to like the game, despite its flaws. Reviews are more for, like, I'm iffy about the game, but I'm interested in it.
0: And even then, I may look at reviews, but it doesn't
1: really dissuade me from buying it. The opinion of the the review doesn't dissuade me. It's the honesty of the performance of the
0: game. But even the performance, that's what what I'm getting at. I think it's just what we look more for in games. Even if a game even if they told me with well, the game kind of runs like crap but it's an amazing story and all this stuff or whatever like I already thought you know I'm just like I'm gonna play it I don't really care right I guess more than anything I just buy pretty much any game on a whim I mean yes I may see some of the stuff about see, I, it but I, it doesn't really play into whether I buy the game or not see, like ace combat I haven't looked at a single thing for ace combat my biggest thing about ace combat is I don't know personally I'm thinking to myself I enjoy flight games like i i heavily enjoyed infinite warfare's uh dog sections but i and i like them in other games you know but it's like those are just sections and i play them for a small period how much would i like a game that that's all you do and that's where that's the and that's just me well, and see, and, by- and I mean these are all really tight examples, but I just think across the board, like let's go to one that we constantly pan. Fallout seventy six. The reason that I don't want to go for it is nothing to do. I haven't even read a single review about Fallout seventy six. I know that it has performance problems. That's honestly not even my main well, see, issue. That's,
1: that that comes into the part of play though with what he's talking about because if you did this you yeah. would not have been aware of all the problems that Fallout 76 had all the legal problems all of the scandals they've yeah. had all I, wouldn't five know, scandals I wouldn't know i wouldn't know they were there but i still the,
0: wouldn't have bought the game anyway because stupid, of fallout 4 with the jacket if that makes sense
1: but well yeah but still it's like there if you would have sworn that off you would think fallout 76 like man this might be fun i'm gonna pick it up on a weekend i have nothing else to play and mm-hmm. play through some of it you wouldn't would at this point would you even know it's it's an it's an online game i mean yeah you how I if mean, you're keeping up with if you're talking
0: about uh, if you went his route though. Well, I mean, because it's on the box, and as soon as I go to pick up the game and I see that, it's but would you? On know there's no on NPCs.
1: On. That doesn't say on the, back no, of the box. No, but I,
0: but that wouldn't be my thing. As soon as I saw that it was online only, see that's why I get I, where you're going. I don't
1: think I would ever be able to agree to like living in a life like I that.
0: I wouldn't either, but that's just because in my mind I don't need to. It, I already gain the benefits of that without having to worry about it, I, and and I get to have the fun of being critical to games, even ones that I sometimes like because they do. They run poorly, or they have a some stupid element. Whatever it is, I mean, I don't. You know, I I enjoy enjoy doing that. It doesn't keep me from buying a game. You know, but yeah,
1: I don't let people uh, paint their opinion on me to enjoy a game or not. Sure. As as I was getting that with reviews, yeah, I just look at reviews for performance things. Okay. ACG is the one that's commonly not only is his voice uh, ultra sexy, but uh, yeah, I I like his reviews. But yeah, he seems to be the most common. So if it's a game, I'm curious about i'll uh, look at that right next question uh mr josh
0: Ayers asked do you guys believe the rumor about final fantasy 7 getting an uncovered like event in april in case you don't know what the uncovered like event is talking about he's talking about final fantasy 15's uncovered event where they did a big event for it had people go up on stage showed a lot of stuff off and then that's when they gave the little release date that they rolled up two months and then had to go back nope, down i don't
1: believe a word of it and you know um, why how Why? many times have you seen a rumor be true based off an event previously to that rumor? Meaning, the exact exact situation we're in right now. I've never once seen a rumor like this been proven true.
0: I don't know. I think it's obviously, I think the reason that people are more likely to even get the rumor out there is that in their mind they go, well, 15 had an uncovered event, and it's a, there's a precedent there for them to do an uncovered event for a game. And they did it for Kingdom Hearts 3 as well. Right, but the rumor, you know.
1: where did that come from? Oh,
0: I don't know. That's exactly. what I'm saying. I haven't seen the rumor, exactly. but I think that that's probably why people even start with the rumor. Now, I'm sure the rumor probably came from somebody who who has enough of a link to be able to say, "Well, I know people at Square Enix, and now that Kingdom Hearts three is out, or almost out that they're planning on what they're going to do with 7. Now, from, don't get me wrong; that is true. From what I've Kingdom seen, Kingdom Hearts three is
1: Not seen a person, or, or sure. uh, I've not seen a reference in. This I have seen this rumor. Either. Period. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of spread. It's it's spread a little bit. I actually saw it on the on uh, the PS4. i read it a couple days ago um or it actually has been i think it's been about a week ago but um but yeah there's no base for it they're they're just going off of what this happened for this game now can happen with this game because this game's finally out until i see somebody say or until i see an uh somebody like hey what is this and it's like a picture of like an event paper and it actually looks official then it's like well there's a base there i may actually i'm curious to see how this pans out i'll give it i'll give it the time of morning i'm not gonna give it the time of day i'll give it time of morning yeah this i'm not giving a time of of my anything toilet water i don't know what I don't, i'm not giving it any time
0: yeah i don't know i mean obviously the precedent's there and it i think that i don't know that i believe the rumor but if you just wanted to ask me in general do i think that final fantasy 7 may get an event talking about it this year it's possible i mean it's possible sure kingdom hearts 3 is down anything that was possible. where the majority of their stuff went well what i mean is like possible to an extent where well, i'll even say probable to an extent Obviously, that just means that it could happen with a, a little bit of stuff behind it, but I don't necessarily know for sure. Yeah, it, it's a no um, for me, dog. Both both of them. Like, even if they did it, it would be. I would. I would imagine it would be something late year.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about for for what they're talking about now.
0: Yeah, because he says what in April? April no, yeah. I don't
1: believe in April. But it's. I'm, yeah, we'll see. I was I, obviously we'll we'll see, we'll see something by the end of the year um, yeah. for sure. Uh, question geared kind of towards me, our good buddy John. He says, will Saul actually get a VR and join us? And by join us, he means Brett, Ryan, who you may know from the previous questions, and uh, John, if it goes on sale again for $200, uh, i will pick it up. But right now, I, I have a waiting to pay for, and then got to get a new TV soon, um, and then I've got to redo my game room, my man cave, my office, whatever you want to call it. So... <laughs> I mean, w- one of the reasons why I don't have PSVR is right now I have a desk, an L-shaped desk, and I've talked about it before, but it's it's not as big as the desk that we're on now. Um, it's smaller, and I really want to get a new desk set up that Brett's going to help me with, and uh, it's going to come with that, and that's going to be after my wedding, and that'll probably be mid-March that I get the desk set up and everything and the revamp of my room. There's a lot of cluttering and stuff. I got to like declutterize the entire area. I kind of did it um, about a month ago. But um, we we have a cool idea that we're going to do for my my office, and it's going to basically put up a setup for Annie next to me. uh, Or not next to me, but in the other corner of the room uh, from my corner. So it, it may come with that, but realistically right now, there's actually enough that's coming out for it that I'm like I still like kind of want one. It's still not my price range of like I'd rather buy a switch for the same price, a new switch than that so Fair that's enough. that's more on my on my uh, radar than that. And that just so. goes
0: to show you difference in games because, I mean, if I didn't have either right now and I saw the VR in the Switch, I'd buy the VR.
1: It's just, it's it's not it's not just because of the games or whatever. But it's because I, of the hassle of, like, storing it, the sure. hassle of having to use it every time I want to use it and make sure that my camera is set up properly the first time so that it stays set up. Yeah. And then it's it's just, honestly, like, Beat Saber would be the number one game I'd get. Beat Saber, the Resident Evil 7. I'd borrow that from you if you still had it. So, yeah, I still do. Um. I mean, yeah, for $200, bucks, i will definitely get it. For 250 probably. For 300 probably not. Not right now. If
0: it, I, I have I I
1: don't know if it'll price drop again, though, because they've been so. They've, I'm also worried about V2 coming out, which is the same predicament I'm in with the Switch. Why would I buy this now when they're potentially, about in to the come next out six the next? months, there's going to be a new one. So, I'm kind of waiting to hear towards the end of the year with PS5 and then a VR counterpart for that. Fair so. enough. But Brett?
0: All right, let's see. We have a question from Mr. Josh Drago. He says, if you were to make a collector's edition, which game would it be and what stuff would you put with it?
1: I like this question. I do too because I'm going to I'm gonna make a rule for it that you can't break. It has to be for a game that doesn't have a collector's edition. See, that's really hard.
0: Nope. Because,
1: the reason I say that is
0: can we do games that didn't have a collector's edition in our territory but did yeah, overseas? That,
1: that, as long as me and you don't have access to playing it.
0: Well, I mean, even then we could buy
1: one from overseas. It's that's reason, why I was trying on. to say.
0: On P. Well, not on PS4. I'm talking about for anything. I'm okay.
1: t- I, so what? So the US, rule is going to be region U- locked. U.S. Yeah, region locked. U.S. One we don't have. Okay, fair enough. What you got? Okay, I'm going to go um,
0: because we didn't. I want to go Resistance Three Collector's Edition. Um, didn't and we get one? Nope. We got a Move Bundle where you got the gun, the Sharpshooter Bundle, but we did not get a Collector's Edition European company. That might be did. what I'm
1: thinking of. I was like, I, okay. And way.
0: if I had to say what, what I would put with it, uh, I just love the gun, and I think it's a really cool looking gun. So I would get the auger. I would have them make a scale. That's auger. the
1: one that looks like it's. I can't really describe it. It's it's ang, or it's not angular. It's like, it's spherical. No, it's, no, no, the auger is. They still want the long barrel that has more round. It's more rounded edges, right? Hold on. I'm it, 99% sure I'm thinking of the right gun. This gun right here
0: can shoot through walls. And it's a dope looking gun.
1: That's not what I'm thinking of. Anyway,
0: yeah, that's that's the auger. I would get a life size or at least close to it auger uh, because I think that gun looks really cool. I think that the whole Chimera
1: tech in general looks really cool. I'm thinking about like a real life auger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like the long barrel, the rounded butt, the uh, or the more rounded butt than anything. It's a very roundy gun. But uh, so resistance three.
0: Yeah, and I love that game, and I was so bummed because I mean, realistically, I would take any. If you gave me any, resi- I mean, I I would take a bust of a Chimera. I think that they ha- they have a cool enemy design, uh, and I would I think it would look cool to just have you know from the chest up a bust of their face. I think that they look that cool. that would be really cool. If Resistance
1: yeah. Forever comes out, it needs to have one. That would be awesome. I bet the collection. Resistance
0: franchise never got as big as even Killzone, as why Killzone oh, yeah, got uh, you know the helmet that's back here. The Hellgast Helmet. The Hellgast Helmet that's very similar to what they did with Halo 3 where you lift the helmet up and that's where the games go and whatnot. Um, it's just an easy way to store stuff like that. But, I mean, I would take any Resistance 3 one, but I think that's a game that gets uh, under...
1: Underappreciated?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's the word you want to use. I think that it was a really great game and it's still baffles me that with all the stuff that they've redone collection-wise, definitely when they re- they did collections for remasters so heavily during the PS3 games, uh, three days, why they don't do the same thing now uh, with Resistance 1, 2, and 3, and then even Infamous 1 and 2. Um, so,
1: for you, what's, what's Final up? Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Final Fantasy Seven Crisis Core. I Crisis want, Core wouldn't be dope, I but what would you want? A foot-tall or a 13-inch-tall statue of Zach Fair. I dig. the same stance he's, he's standing on at the end. Okay, So I dig that right there. And then and then uh, as a bonus, you can get a couple things. You could get um, one of their phones that's in the game. Okay. I always thought those were cool for such like that's old like flip phone style technology. But yeah. still cool. Or you can get um, it, it's it Angel's ne- necklace? No, Genesis necklace. Oh yeah no, dude. Sure. Genesis stuff would be cool
0: well, I guess while you're looking that up I would say because collected Editions always come with small little knickknacks too for the Resistance thing I would also want a orange because uh, the Resistance 3 cover
1: art is beautiful yeah. I'd want it on a steel steelbook because uh, I like steel Um It's not Genesis who had the necklace I'm thinking of it, I really thought it was Genesis it might have been Angeal uh, I don't remember
0: Angel having a necklace. Cause you know they wore the uh, soldier first
1: class little turtleneck thing. Yeah. So why would they have a necklace? But... I thought I remember a, med- a medallion. Uh, no, I don't know. I'll have to find it eventually. I also might be remembering it wrong. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, so I can't, I can't remember. But anyways, so yeah, definitely a uh, Zach Fair statue would be pretty dope. Okay. Let's see. For me, we will pick. Have you seen the new foot controller for PSVR? Do you think it'll make games better since you won't have to do that teleport travel from Sean Horn? I have not seen this foot controller. Okay, so I'll explain it to you.
0: It's a third-party controller, so it's only supported by maybe 18 games or something, I think is what they were boasting at launch, which is not awful. Uh, Essentially, you put it down on the floor. It's it's a half circle. Uh, You put your feet in it. It's got these little stirrups you can sit on there, and then it's got a accelerometer in it so that whenever you lean your feet forward, you'll walk forward. If you lean your feet back, you'll walk back, and then side to side, you can strafe.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you
0: can also spin it. So if you want to turn your character, instead of having to do with analog stick or whatever, you literally just take your feet and spin them. That would be the um, only way
1: I'd play a teleport game, because I hate those. That's why I would not Well, it would it Doom. would
0: take away the need for teleportation. And I wish that this was a well, first... That's, a, that's what I, I'm saying. And like I know it's just Doom. one more thing to have to support, but I almost wish that this was an actual Sony-made peripheral, much like the... Um,
1: Already underutilized uh, aim controller. See, dude, that, that's another reason i haven't gotten a VR is because it's it's not as supported as I want it to be. Despite the great games for it, Sony has seemed to keep it kind of on the back pedal, and I don't like that because it makes me worried. Because I mean, uh, what do you mean in
0: terms of in
1: terms of peripherals for it or games? Because, peripherals, I mean, the like biggest
0: games are from them. The coolest firewall right. and whatnot is yeah.
1: Um, but anyways, but like it's, it's mainly peripherals. Like peripherals would be cool. They could have done so many cool things. They could have done a dope arm controller that that you could have a fighting game with. They could have done a couple things that would have been cool. I I, I get that, but why, at least on that example,
0: this is a perfect time of why why create extra things that are unnecessary whenever you can do the fighting game with the move controllers. It just might be cool for some people to have. Sure. I think the gun was important for them to make, and I think they knew that because first-person shooters are going to live and breathe. It's very limited.
1: You can't find it uh, just about anywhere. That's the biggest problem is keeping up with it. That's the thing. Even move controllers right now. Where so, where can you buy a move controller right now? I don't even know. That's the problem. Yeah, uh, that's so, a very scary problem to have. After the
0: but and, the upside of that, real quick, while we're just on that, is that I hope that that means that they're gearing. Towards a PS5 announcement with VR2 announcement that says, "Hey, we're not going to do move controllers at all anymore for the next VR. It'll be all um, it'll be camera, all camera based. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah, we'll what have new that? controllers with is analog
1: sticks. It, the Vive technology called I forgot, but it'll be based on something like that or yeah. the, uh, the HTC Vive. just uh, multi-point
0: camera tracking is all. I mean, essentially, what it comes down. I to. I guess camera tracking is it. Yeah, I was thinking of
1: something else, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I might be interested in playing games with that instead of teleporting, uh, Brett, Brettifer.
0: Okay, another question?
1: Yeah. All right, well, yeah. That's your turn.
0: Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, Josh Shoop asked, what do you think Square Enix should do next? I would love to see games like Brave Fencer Musashi come back. They have amazing IPs such as Parasite Eve, Busido Blade, amongst others laying around. It would be great to see them go that way instead of just Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. Um, I actually don't have an answer for this. Th- this is a great question, but... <laughs> I don't know what I there's want. There's a number of things. I think what I would really want to see is for them to uh, give Brave Fencer Musashi the same treatment they're giving Final Fantasy VII and reboot slash reimagine it. I think that that's a great way to bring up some of these things. Uh, But just to go towards his point, I get where he's kind of saying like they're sitting on a lot of IP, but for a long time, they sat on Dragon Quest. So the fact that Dragon Quest is coming back so strong... not Not only in the West. Well, yeah, not in Japan. Yeah. But if we're going to say just as a, they're a global company so let's just talk about them on a global scale outside of Japan and China you didn't really see
1: Dragon Quest for a long time right but they still weren't really sitting on Dragon Quest sure. at that time
0: yeah uh, but but and, and so I guess that's fair enough to say is that B- Bushido Blade and all these other games have not even had an entry in Japan but yeah, Bushido- I think the fact that Dragon Quest did so well over here uh, when they finally decided to come out with it over here and do a new one in general I think that that's a good sign across the board that maybe they're going to look and say we know what let's stop sitting on IP because Parasite Eve has gotten used for the third birthday on PSP back in like 2010, 2011. I can't remember the exact year it came out and it wasn't a terrible game, but it wasn't an amazing game either. Like I did enjoy it. It was a good use of the PSP, but I think that Parasite Eve deserves a more full on entry than that. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, I definitely think Brave Fencer is a great game to come back with. Um, but they just have so much IP and I think that, uh, Square Enix needs to do what Capcom has been doing these past few years and they need to and I think Kingdom Hearts 3 may be a step in that right direction and if they don't mess up with Final Fantasy 7 remake we're again seeing a step in that right direction whereas Capcom were kind of going under for a while and people weren't really caring much about them but then we got Final, and then we got uh, Resident Evil 7 which did very well for them and was a big game changer for them and showed that they knew that they were stagnating on franchises then we got them to come out with Monster Hunter and changed it up and, sat, and, and made it to where it was doing better and not stagnating and it really revamped that whole series and brought in a ton of new fans um, and showed that they cared and i mean even the fact that they still support it the way they do shows they care and then most recently with Resident Evil 2 remake being so great for what people wanted from the remake i think that you're just you're seeing them get themselves back right in the eyes of the gaming community and i think square has to do that before they can really start trying to bring back franchises because otherwise you'll just have people going oh they're bringing back brave french and musashi but they're just going to ruin it
1: you know what i mean yeah and you've uh, got to sow goodwill before you can start making those steps in the vein of this question because for, for real i don't think i haven't answered this question until i see final fantasy 16 um i think i'll have more of a leg to stand on after that um but in the vein of this question, uh Sean Horn also asked, Do you think we'll ever uh do you think there will ever be another game like Bushido Blade? I uh, like the realistic damage where you can lose when your arms are legs. I kinda hope so because systems like that really are uh it's kinda weird to say, but it's a real uh, it's like a novelty, but it's a really good novelty. I it's agree. a different thing to see and it's it's more it's always a breath of fresh air in a way.
0: But it makes you think are we in a position now where the majority of gamers would re- appreciate it since they obviously didn't appreciate it enough before? Because if we look at this from a I sheer business yeah. perspective, if Bushido, if Bushido Blade did amazing, they would have kept making it. There's a reason that Final Fantasy comes. It's their biggest franchise. It's a franchise that saved the company when it was Enix going to go under. Uh, so, um, Or Squaresoft, I'm sorry. So when you think about these things, uh, you, they... they businesses do not stop making things that are making money. So Bushido blade obviously wasn't appreciated enough. Does that mean that that idea didn't deserve chance elsewhere? Uh, It's hard to say, but I think that those are the things that keep companies from immediately wanting to jump to those kind of yeah. revivals. But, I mean, I agree. I hope so. I think that's a cool thing. And I actually think if you look at what we're seeing in some games now, we're going back towards people liking more in-depth mechanics like that. Yeah. When at the time that Bushido Blade came out, people were really just into fast action that wasn't how realistic. how a
1: chore it was. Yeah. Which... I mean, yeah. Well, yes, I mean, some that of that's because of
0: limitations, right? And you don't really care about the fact that you lose control of your arms and whatnot or you lose limbs. You're like, eh, whatever. It doesn't really look or work exactly like it would be able to nowadays, right? Yeah. It would look more fluid. It would feel more fluid. It would make sense. It would be interesting to see people, that now. Yeah, and I think that there's just more gamers now than ever. So there's more people to appreciate that type of first game. person
1: uh, Bushido Blade VR game. Bam, bam. Yeah, there we go. So uh, since that was a tail end uh, question answered, we'll go ahead and answer another one from our good buddy, John. He says, if PSX 2019 is happening, will you guys be attending? And then he tries to catch us with, and what do you expect to see? Well, you'll just have to wait till the PSX 2019 episode, buddy, because I ain't about to talk about that now. (laughs) You think you're going to get us? I ain't going to let you, because I have a lot on my mind that I want to see and I want to talk about it then because we have a bad history of talking about things and doing topics about them still like Game of the Year stuff yeah, where right. I like inadvertently said what my Game of the Year was going to be before I played Nier so, but well, it can
0: always change you
1: know what I mean? It can always change but then if it doesn't it's very stale because you heard it already there's no bigger reveal. To answer the question absolutely if they uh, say if, it's going to be there I'm there.
0: Any year that there's a PSX I will be
1: there. I will actually be able to swing uh, that weekend off like I'll be able to uh, play around and make myself off that weekend so i will be there too uh we just got to get ready ahead of time and get roscoe's chicken and waffles and uh have some fun so yeah hope we can john good
0: times all right let's see Uh, another question from donovan in here he says do you think scene culture will return this year aka 29 scene movement
1: Nope, it won't, and uh, it'll stay dead in 2008 where it belongs. Because I think there's the theory behind that that everything re happens every 10 years.
0: I think you really are discounting how
1: much people are into that. Listen, I was into that. I don't want to. Subscribe. I
0: don't mean scene. I'm, oh, okay. I'm talking about how much people are into bringing things back that were culturally. Well, did you see
1: what happened? Waitful. You know what I mean? Did you see what happened with the, with whatever. the 90s? Where that was the one that didn't happen after 10 years. It happened 20 years later. Yeah. So, it can always skip. It may not be this year. I don't know. Yeah, it could be ten years from now. Yeah, which is yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, it could it rough, be. It was roughly ten years ago that it was big. But I think that you're
0: ago. already seeing enough people share th- videos and stuff that are talking about emo back in 08 and 09, uh, People who are trying talking about bands and name me two I'm good seeing, Christian core bands right now. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm saying is that you're see I don't. I'm not. i am i am saying that the the. Let's see, the culture will come back. That doesn't necessarily mean that there uh, has to music, be a band. No, the because the music has to come back for the scene to come back. Well, no, the, the music, that's, that's what's great about music, right? Music's everlasting. Everybody can just come back and be like, you know what? I kind of dropped off from being a Hawthorne Heights fan, but this year, I'm coming back strong. No, nope. I mean, you good know? for them,
1: but like, I, I want new stuff. And that's more emo than just scene. I, I got guess. my feel of that 10 years ago, and I still listen to some of it to this day. I want new stuff. Well, we'll see if that happens. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say kid. that I think there's a good chance. I'm, I'm going to say hope not. Uh, let's see. Our good buddy Sean One Neo comes in with a good old question, saying, "In this week's episode, reverting back to episode ninety-four of the uh, podcast, he says Saul gave the impression he's fed up with zombie enemies. What other enemies would you like to see in the future? You also said you would like to see Siphon Filter make Siphon Filter Siphon Filter make a return. I too, it too was a fad. I too was a fab." fan fan okay too was a fan that's why you don't copy stuff you know sure yeah i should try and pay attention to the context, but that's fine i too was a fan but do you think it'll hold today with gta uncharted and the division um so to answer your first question um i'm not exactly fed up with zombie enemies i'm fed up with the way they they work like i'm fed up with like the culture because they're games like the last of us then yep. I'll replay and replay and replay, which are essentially zombies, that even spin, though that's te- yeah, technically that, that not what the they zombie. are. Yep. I will replay that, even though they act and behave just like what the zombies in Days Gone could be. That's yep. fine. Now, I will also go back and replay... Excuse me, I'm having to mess with my computer to make sure it stays alive for the rest of the episode. Um, I would also have to uh, say that day, day Days Gone? No, Dying Light is another type of different game... That would that would refresh the series for me, or the series, but the, the genre, the culture of zombies, because it's different. You got that timed mechanic like Minecraft, where it gets dark, you got to run. Uh, it's frightening too. It's not just like oh well, here's this other guy wandering down to me. Very similar to State of Decay is what I I keep comparing State of Decay to Days Gone because it's they're the closest in this term that I've played lately, where it's a big open world game where you're driving around exploring. There's zombies out in the wild. Hard to say another game like that. Okay. they're totally different games. They're totally different budgets, everything like that. But it's it's a very different scale. Yeah, yeah. it's very different scale. But it's not that I'm fed up with like zombie enemies 100%. I'm just fed up of seeing them in the nature we've been seeing them in. Where it's one reason I haven't gotten Resident Evil 2 yet. And I want to get Resident Evil 2. But... That's more of a nostalgic thing that I can look past more so than actually feeding into something like. Yeah, because it's not
0: not like, oh, another new game that's trying to do it. It's more of like, oh, a recreation of a game I already enjoyed that did it. Nostalgia is a very powerful tool. Yeah. Uh, And I guess that actually leads into my answer of. being able to come back with Siphon Filter. I do think that Siphon Filter, as a for fans of the series, it would come back pretty strong and be able to do well. And if they did enough to try and go against it, I think the real contender would be Ubisoft games because I think that's the most similar type of games. Uh, so something like The Division would be the real competitor. I don't think things like Grand Theft Auto would really uh, mess with
1: it. I don't either. Um, and I do agree with Brett that I am hoping that it returns in a similar fashion. with. Uh, and I do think that Ubisoft would be the one to give it the most you know, comparison. The most. people make comparisons to those games closer to anything else if a new siphon filter was to come out um, to answer the question about what other enemies I would like to see horrifying space aliens like I want horrifying alien like I want to comp- like, think dead space still kind of zombies but whatever yeah necromorph um, but it's still one of those things that's like um. Uh, well I guess the better way to summarize it would be Aliens in the sense of, like, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Like, great ones, old ones, great beings, whatever they may be, Cthulhu-style stuff. Like, I want terrifying new enemies that would be, I just want to get a Lovecraft game. Like, that's all I really want. And, like, that's the enemy that comes to mind. Because you're always well, going to see. Then play the uh, Call of the Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu. That game. one came out, right? Yeah, it's out. Okay, I might have to play that. And but. our
0: uh, listener, Dan, uh, also our patron, shout out, um, he, is, he said he really enjoyed it good
1: good because i I will have to play that game
0: Uh, i need to still get it i've just i've got so many games that i realize i've bought and have not played uh far cry 3 classic edition being one of them there's just no priority for it not right now No,
1: dude yeah like i like destiny got a massive update today um i know i saw (laughs) like there are so many things about this update that i've been wanting for the past like five months yeah or not quite that long but ever since forsaken came out so two three months that they're fixing September. so yeah oh yeah i guess that has been a while yeah. yeah time flies but I, i'm not going to jump back into it i'm like nova bomb finally got a buff that's what i've been wanting to get a buff for a while now but anyway so yeah like some really dope space aliens okay
0: uh, another question from donovan real quick he says what would your ideal gaming room setup be cost isn't a variable including tv specifications etc my answer will be quick that way i can move sauls into his my gaming room setup is almost exactly where i want it i would want a little bit more LEDs, because I think that, that is a cool look. Uh, but essentially, I've got it. My room is doesn't need to be massive. I don't need a bunch of stuff. No. All I need is a good OLED TV, and your boy got one now. Spent a lot of money on it. But you know what? I'm excited. Kingdom Hearts 3 looks beautiful on it. Every game i played looks beautiful on it. So essentially, all I would want is a, a little more places to st- to nicely store my I guess the problem is that the set has become partially my thing it's like well this is where all my cool stuff sits now and I enjoy looking at it so the game room I just want it to be comfortable for gaming so I guess I need a good recliner that's comfortable
1: that's about it yeah if y'all know of a good recliner that's not that's massive either it's something no, that's like, no, no 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 I'm not talking about you now at this point I'm talking about like a that's as wide as a queen size bed okay that is as cushiony let me know and, and your boy yeah you go do that your boy is on a budget. Uh like $500 or less for that kind of recliner because Brett really almost destroyed the camera. The, K- the HDMI cable got caught on Brett's neck for a split second on the back of his collar. But, anyways, for my ideal, yeah, that's why it's shaking it like it is. Um, my ideal setup is kind of what I have going on now uh, L shaped desk in a nice dark corner of a, of a room that I call mine that's separate, somewhere I can kind of escape from reality and uh, just kind of go and chill. And that is one of my biggest things. Uh, When we moved, we specifically moved into a two bedroom apartment, even though we don't have kids. So obviously uh, I wanted to create a place that is my own that I can go in and relax and kind of escape when I need to. If I had to set up one exactly with no budget, I would probably have 24 to 27 inch 4K HDL monitors uh, for my PS4 Pro, my PC, I would have a top of the line gaming PC that would cost really only a 700 or more dollars for me to put a graphics card in a new, like a RTX 2070 into what I have now. Um, and that would really be it. like a big old, nice comfy chair. I have a DX racer, but I really want to get a recliner. Uh, that makes me sound like a 40 year old man. I hate that word recliner for some reason, but I really want to get something like that and just have a nice setup where I can really chill out for long extended periods of time and be hundred percent comfortable in, uh to throw away a question uh, dan i mean not dan john ask uh thoughts on days gone (laughs) john we did a good old episode about that go check out episode 94 um because you're definitely going to get your question answered there at least from my perspective i know brett talked pretty heavily about it i I think we talked about it for a good 30 Uh, minutes another question that i can answer at pretty well is uh Another question from John. He says, do you guys need more guardians? If so, I'm willing to jump through it with you guys as long as there's no password to join. all. There's, <laughs> there's a password. And it's like 234 I think. but Or 2324? 2334? I don't know. Something like that. Um, right now, Honestly, we got a lot of people who are playing Destiny with us. we got a clan going. Uh, If you want to know more about that, let us know on Twitter or uh, Discord. And And whenever Kingdom
0: Hearts 3 is not as fresh as it is, we will play with you. That's where
1: I was getting to, is that right now, Kingdom Hearts 3 is the biggest uh, priority in my gaming life. So I still will probably hop on at least some point during this week to play some Destiny, but it will be not until probably next reset that I will play Destiny, so next Tuesday. But if you want to get it with us, we have a clan full of about eight, no, nine people now, and we all have a couple people that need to go through the story. So maybe we can uh, wrangle up three of you guys together and y'all can go do it. and uh, Or we, you can join us and we can lead you through it. That's the one thing about joining the clan is that if you're not up to level, at this point, I hope we find enough people that it can help you out to level you through. Uh, because a lot of people are kind of doing that now yeah so but don't be afraid to join because if you can't find somebody who will do it with you which you don't have to have somebody you do it all look 100% what we so hope it. is that we, we shepherd you
0: we shepherd people through and then the niceness of their heart they'll shepherd people through so that we're not just constantly playing parts of the games that we played well, i can only times. play the
1: campaign so many times and i got three characters that's what i'm saying of. so but yeah we, i mean if it comes down to that i'll definitely help you out buddy
0: but uh a couple more quick questions that I like that I don't think require just too long of answers. Um, what what was each of your most embarrassing trends you followed, a.k.a. emo clothes, fanboying, social activities? I have no shame, and that's really pretty much true, so I honestly don't know the answer to this because I'm not embarrassed by any of the things I'm I am not really embarrassed
1: into. like by... I was into th-
0: emo clothes. I was into metal clothing for a little while. Of course, I fanboy. I mean, everybody fanboys over things you like. It's just part of liking and consuming art and media and and everything like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really ashamed of Dungeons & Dragons or gaming or anything. I have never have been, so.
1: Not really. I would say that if, like, somebody Mm. else was to find something embarrassing about it, it'd probably be, like, my scene face. But I wasn't, like, hardcore scene with, like, neon colors and stuff. It was all, like... Gray skinny jeans from Pac Sun and a Bullhead brand. And I guess exact.
0: even what it comes down to is, yeah, you could say somebody else could find something. And I guess that's what he means is, if somebody came up to you right now and showed you a picture, which I guess
1: obviously I mean, you're not I, embarrassed I, because you just shared I one. literally posted one on Twitter from the 2009 so to 2019 I, challenge. I guess that's what I mean is, I don't know, I don't yeah, feel like I'm like embarrassed. I'm sure anything. somebody can be like, ah, look at him, he's a scene kid. I'm like uh, Well, okay, yeah, yeah I, was. I was. Yeah, look at me now. So and
0: actually, when people go, well, if if somebody looked at my metal phase and was like, oh, look, he's a, uh, which I used to love. Are you gone? Gothic. there's nothing to do I'm, yeah. at a point where people ask me that I'm like I'm dressed as a metalhead then when I started dra- dressing a little more emo never to the extent that Donovan did I know that's what he's talking about when he says emo and scene uh, but even then man if you just looked at me and like man you like emo music it's like yes I still like emo music I'm
1: still the same little emo kid yeah my music tastes I literally still listen to dance like original dance Gavin dance music from 2007 and I still listen to Data Remember from 2008 I think it's for uh, for those that have heart came out think but i'm not mm, I, I don't know, think it was that or old 2006 no dude oh yeah for those who have heart i think it was an 010 album right that was homesick that was 2010
0: yeah i think you're right
1: for those that who have 2007
0: heart, for those who have heart. yeah dude. i'm nice. telling you that's
1: the that's the good one right there i mean homesick was no that's a great album i my don't favorite. really care for
0: homesick oh, Me and i mean you say i know yeah, you I love, love it that's my favorite one but uh,
1: anyways so uh our last question from john since he kind of spitballed some questions out there he said and i like that by the way um For those if you want to spit boss questions like 10 or 15 questions at a time go for it there's no uh no hate there at all i will say that just because you do that doesn't mean every question will be answered there may be some we throw in a vault specifically when donovan asks us 25 questions yeah (laughs) so obviously we're gonna answer all 25 questions but if you don't mind having us answer questions later on maybe we week we could slow and we need to supplement our reader mail with those kind of questions from a backlog Feel free to do that. I actually love it. And uh, I'll, what I'll do is I'll just pick at least on Twitter, since I know Brett does Facebook. I'll pick like the first ten or first five or six, and then uh, we'll do like we'll do it in chronological or numerical order, I should say. So the first question you ask will be answered for sure, uh, or like in batches if you do that. So and, I know mean, if you do that, like what John did, that's fine. I don't care. Uh, he says, was there a game that you played but really wasn't interested, uh, but really wasn't interesting, but the music is what motivates you to uh, get through it. Undertale.
0: That's P- an interesting one.
1: picked that game up on Steam and I was playing it for like an hour and I'm like this game isn't as good as what people made it out to be. And if it wasn't for the music that literally I thought about it and I still listen to the soundtrack. And I was like this music's really good. I'm like I kind of want to play this music or play this game just to listen to the music. And I got through cuz the first hour Undertale's pretty slow. Yeah. Um I'd say first 45 minutes. But yeah, like once it starts picking up, you're like, this game's really good.
0: So the music like worked you until the game was interesting to you again. Here's I mean, it, it was like. never,
1: it was never interesting to me to begin with. Okay. Like Undertale started off, I'm like, oh, this was a, kind of like a cute like little, not even, it's not even a throwback thing. yeah, Yeah. But it's, it's like, this is a cute little throwback game. And like, I'm not really having a whole lot of fun with it. I got it on a Steam sale of like, I think four ninety nine, So a really good price. But I ended up like playing through it i'm like oh well i'm not really having fun with it but i'm gonna keep playing it just to listen to the music for a little while and i'm not picking up or i might have fun i'm gonna give it a chance so like the music is what kind of convinced me to give it a chance well, that's
0: what i was saying and the music eventually was so it was good, a fun game too yeah it yeah. was
1: like the music was so good that it was like there's more to this game and i know the music isn't the best part
0: yeah i don't have a, an immediate example for that one it's a good question i just i don't have an immediate example so i yeah, guess could, i'll could i'll kind of skip for now in a Uh, Let's see. Last one for this little section of the Facebook. It says, could you ever see Microsoft entering the handheld market? Uh, Honestly, no. I think we answered this question last
1: time, didn't we? No, we didn't. Wow, I must have thought about this. No, I don't think they will. Uh, It's very similar to Windows phones. They were a failure. They are actually uh telling people as of like a week ago to like like buy another phone because they're about to stop supporting Windows phones. They're gonna, they're gonna become what I'm gonna assume. Because there's no book. reason for yeah. It. yeah. The Windows app uh, store is terrible. Um I don't I don't think it'll ever happen. If anything, they'll supplement themselves onto another handheld like kind of what they're doing with the Switch, honestly. Or realistically, uh, this is what I'll say.
0: If you want to consider them streaming to cell phones, them entering a form of the handheld market because it is a handheld but it's not technically yeah dedicated but the thing is i don't think even though i wish that this is what the vita 2 would be if they ever made it i don't necessarily know that we'll ever see another dedicated gaming handheld that is an actual like new tech trying to push gaming forward i mean you'll see stuff like the soldier game handheld or whatever that was all those ridiculous things but those are not new dedicated handhelds one
1: of the best things in the world was watching that john Chan video and he's like you could have just called it the soldier boy (laughs) like the game boy and you're gonna call it the soldier boy or the soldier boy mini or something yeah he's like you could have just called it that or the soldier handheld or the soldier whatever it was called soldier mini uh let's see so i got two questions left yeah go ahead okay uh, on
0: yours i mean i actually have a, l- a little bit more but okay we'll we'll get there
1: uh good buddy blake he says may I have answered this before we can't recall we definitely have it he says, if you can go into battle with two weapons from a game, what would they be? Basically, what's your favorite two weapons from any game? And it can be separate games.
0: Ooh, okay, Donovan, real quick, buddy. You asked way too many
1: questions. I'm, see, I don't mind if you do stuff like this. And we'll I'm have not talking to answer some of these other time. I'm not talking about just Donovan. <laughs> but I'm talking about if you want to submit us like 30 questions like Donovan did... Just know we're not obviously going to answer all those in on one reader mode, but we will hold them back and answer. We've like answered five a lot of Donovan
0: six. questions, so I'm going to hold these for another. Yeah, one. we'll
1: answer like five or six. And we got some episode. other ones to go. But go ahead. What so, was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, if you could basically pick two of any uh, video game weapons and charge into battle with them, they could be from different games. What would they be?
0: Oh boy, the auger from Resistance. That's one of them. There, there obviously, go. the ability to tactically see and shoot through a wall is obviously impressive. What you need, you can be very tactical and save yourself. Because here's the thing: we are not video game characters, even if we have their weapons. So having weapons that that's
1: why i picked a certain weapon that came to mind when he said this even though it's not one of my favorite video game weapons oh okay i was more practical about it
0: okay and my other one would be and see this is where i'm kind of i almost want to say leviathan axe but that also requires you to be able to throw that motherfucker
1: so a leviathan oh never mind god yeah oh, so like, you know
0: think about it yeah you'd have the ability to be long range and it be but then you have you also have to be able to throw that are axe. you
1: strong enough to even hold it up i don't know the question <laughs> yeah i thought you meant leviathan destiny and i was like what
0: that's... oh yeah because there's uh, axes in the
1: Leviathan. So I was yeah, like, what weapon are you talking about? True,
0: true, Uh But I'm trying to think of a second one. The auger is a great answer, in my opinion. Something I think I'd be able to use that would be fun, uh, the Sunshot from Destiny 2. I just Dude, think it's I a cool gun. gun.
1: They need to buff that gun real bad. Yeah, they do. So I have one that may be considered kind of overpowered. How does the Hammer of Dawn from Gears of War count... <laughs> like do i have to have the like obviously i have to have the satellite for it to shoot down the beam of of destruction but yeah like, but all i mean you have to do is point but, it but
0: isn't the satellite part and parcel with the weapon
1: so i mean i mean that's what i'm saying is that the, the satellite weapon is wouldn't like, exist it's a package. yeah it's a package yeah. so i'm I gonna think... say that even though it's not one of my favorite weapons it's a really cool weapon and then i'm gonna say the assault rifle from halo halo one okay fair enough 32 bullets i think is what it holds like that's a yeah. pretty high mag it like has what feels to be like great stopping power behind it it can take out aliens so it can take out any of my enemies
0: okay uh, let's see real quick this is something we didn't cover on the main episode because it was during our announcement phase where we weren't trying to deal with news as much and then uh, also the fact that I ended up skipping this one in particular from the Sony announcement because me and Saul got off on a tangent but what do you think uh, the audio kinetic deal means for Sony is it just a backup revenue stream or is it for VR audio for PSVR
1: 2.0 I think it's both I don't think it's both I think it's backup Um, I don't think with with Sony's audio game already i don't think they have anything really to gain from this necessarily is in terms of a new accessory
0: uh not in a new accessory they already make 3d
1: headphones what are they gonna make for this
0: that's not what it's about it's about improving the 3d technology that goes into making sure the audio is represented accurately
1: like from what i've heard these 3d headphones are really really good
0: well i mean are you talking about the ones for because what i'm what he's actually talking about for psvr2 is not about the headphones because the headphones themselves do not process the audio. The there's a chipset inside of the breakout box that processes the audio and handles everything. So what it does is makes it,
1: right, but it's very similar to any kind of chipset in an amp that gives you surround sound, where your headphones can't typically just do surround sound on their own, especially wirelessly. So the chipset you're connecting to lets you do the same thing. What I'm talking about is yeah, but it's a little different, right? Because in that quality.
0: situation, they're looking at where the sound's coming from and then artificially putting it where the surround sound would be in the headphone. In this, it's making it's taking stock of what where you are in the game all the sounds that are happening in the game in real and it's time much and then it's, your body. it's looking at where you're spinning and then changing the sound base i guess off i of could that. see that so and the reason i say this is that i think it's for both because it's obviously a good idea to give them a backup revenue stream but uh, but the secondarily reason i say that is we saw the acquisition from Gaikai, which at first made no sense we we're like why would they be buying a company that handles game streaming but then we saw the ps4 and we saw PS Now come from it. We saw the Vita come with remote play. And we saw the, PS, uh, the PS4 the ps get remote play, obviously, and things like SharePlay. These are things that they can work into features that not only give them extra income and whatnot for the other stuff that they use, but also give them the ability to, you know.
1: My big thing, though, is that, like, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier, is that, I don't see the marketing VR a whole lot anymore like specifically VR not the games for it but specifically VR and the peripherals and everything for it my thing is it's like why now at this time I mean I guess before PS5 would be the way to do it yeah
0: you'd so, want to make sure it's there so that you can have
1: everything guess, built yeah, in and I ready I guess I can't really say much until I see anything like because I, I don't think so but I mean I wouldn't be surprised I don't guess is my answer yeah okay fair
0: enough
1: let's see a last question from Twitter Got our buddy El here, always with the good questions as always. He says, hey guys, if you could force the other to play a specific game that you know that they have not tried before and probably don't like, what game would that be? Keep the awesomeness flowing. Thank you, my buddy El Thanks,
0: El. And we're going to have to play some more Anthem. Uh, he was a good silent partner, it revived me a lot
1: whenever I was just being a little glass. You, you, you know rocket. how you know how cool El Chabib is? I asked him how's he doing, and he took the time out to actually make a text and say, hey, "I'm doing good. How about you?" The messaged it to me. I'm like, "Hey, this dude's pretty cool. He could have just ignored me." Yeah, when but we that, were in the party chat, that's just a good friend. Um, I think I you you might have pl- actually you had played it before. Never mind, I was there when we played it all together. Dang, my, my answer so if there's more, a
0: game that we don't think that the other person would like, but we could force them to play it, what would it be? I would say
1: DDR for you. Oh, I've played I DDR. I know, that's what I said. We, I was there with you. In the, but I do not like what it. What mall was that? Where were we at? It was me, you, Blaze, Annie, Jess, everybody, Hannah. Was it? Yeah, we, we, went to the, we went to the pizza place right after. The Grimaldi's.
0: Oh, yeah. That was in... It was uh, the arcade. Uh, Hot Springs?
1: No. Little Rock. Little Rock. Yeah, Little That's Rock. Right. We went to That's Best right. Buy. Um, dang. So, yeah, not with, okay, I got a game.
0: Though I do not like that game.
1: So here's it's the it's thing, honestly though. hard to find a game that we haven't both played. That we like, also that know we, that we don't like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's fair enough. Because um, I would say Cabela's Big Game Hunter for Brett, because I know he would hate that. No, you
0: think I'm kidding? I used to play the big the hunting games on PSP like Mad, because I like the idea of running through tracking because it's essentially Monster Hunter, right? And it's like track your prey. You look and you actually see where their tracks are. It to me, it's it, because, have you ever
1: have you ever tried hunting in real life? Because it's, yes. it's, it's like hunting in real life.
0: Yes, and I know that, but they, but it's gamified where you have like heightened senses to see the tracking and and you don't have to do any physical exertion because i'm lazy <laughs> you know but dude i seriously played the psp games of cabela's hunter and all the other games that they did and i enjoyed them i thought it was fun um but let's see
1: i uh, see yeah i would honestly say i know you would not enjoy uh, ddr as much i would DDR not enjoy
0: game. ddr which is funny because I just don't like DDR because I don't like the music that accompanies it more than anything. Uh, but also, I don't I don't like to dance. Uh, whereas I love other rhythm games. Like I would totally be down to play Beat Saber and enjoy it. You look like a fool doing it, but that's not even the problem. It's that it's fun. To I love do. rhythm games. I yeah. don't really care to dance, you know. Uh, but I, and I like other rhythm games like Guitar Hero, Rock Band, and whatnot because I like music, obviously. And I even like the ones that were just hand rhythm. Uh, rock Band Unplug for PSP was very fun. I like the Rock boom. Band
1: for DS was actually surprisingly really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know. That's a, I mean I, I can't think of anything I really think you hate.
1: I don't think I hate really any. It's a great question. I don't think I hate, hate specifically anything in in gaming. Like I guess throw me a generic third person zombie game. Hannah
0: Montana the movie game. I mean, is it a karaoke game?
1: Uh, it's essentially
0: like, a rhythm game where you.
1: It's a rhythm game, so I like it. But, like <laughs> that's the problem is I like rhythm games. I like almost every rhythm game I ever played. You get even the best in, of both worlds. Even huh? DDR, I like DDR. Yeah. I just I don't like giving the the physical effort to do it now b-saber on the other hand i, I i'll work out for some V saber
0: okay let's see i don't have an answer for that one so i'm gonna, so LTB. i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to grateful gracefully decline the answer because i don't know i'm really trying to think of something i think saw would have agony playing and i don't know what it is so here we are day's gone <laughs> I, I've said before I like that answer, but I, I don't yeah. have days gone. I'm just that's more of a joking answer. Not right. super hype for it. Next question up from Josh Drago says, which game would you like to destroy from existence of the universe? That's a- Hannah Montana. You know what? I agree, Hannah Montana. That's a good answer, Saul. Thank you. you. You made my job a lot easier. I'm taking a lot of
1: Platinums away doing so. <laughs> All
0: right, let's see. A couple more. We got Sean Sanderud over here. He asked, what game did you really not enjoy but still completed, and why did you see it through till the end? Um, you know, is Undertale? Are you sure we
1: haven't answered this question?
0: Yeah, we haven't. But is Undertale essentially your, your well, answer? I
1: completed that game. Well, what oh, I'm saying, right, is he right. said, no, like, I you... enjoyed Undertale. I love Undertale. It's just the first hour I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then I ended up really, really liking it. Um... That's a good question. Sound shapes.
0: Oh, <laughs> I got the platinum for that game too. So why did you see that through to the end?
1: Because <laughs> I, I told the story before.
0: The allure of the trophies. I or? was
1: listening to yeah, I was trophy hunting it. I was listening to old Game Over Greggy stuff back when they were in their old room with a with actually similar kind of like wood wall like this behind us almost. Not but it that's was not, just a fake wall. Yeah, instead. it was just a fake wall. This is a real wall. Yeah, uh, with a world window too. And his was stone but yeah was it yeah Yeah. it was was Like, okay yeah but anyways and I was playing it and like I got so close to the platinum and I kept getting to this part where things in that game components of that game are RNG related you're not going to get the right spawn every time you play and then that can really mess up your rhythm coincidentally enough and it can impede you deleted it off the hard drive (laughs) like twice I I do remember this story yeah so that game and then he actually re-downloaded it and got the platinum yeah that's the only platinum that I regret getting and he got that platinum I hated getting
0: Twice or three times? Did you get it? Twice. Because you don't have a PS3, right?
1: I got it on PS3 or PS4 and PS Vita. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think, let's see. I'm trying to think of a really it's very seldom that I complete a game if I don't enjoy it. Uh, and I think if I'm going to, if I end up beating Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, Odyssey, and, and it's not even that I, it's not, it's, it's, I've talked enough about it in the main episode, so I'm not gonna go too much further, but it's like, I enjoy aspects of it, but then other aspects just really disrespect your time as a player. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine. That's That my makes big me not want right to there. beat it. Now, what makes me see it through to the end? If I end up beating it, I have a, I would imagine that it'll be that the main storyline in the game has a chance of actually being Catching. very interesting yeah but the game not wanting to let me go ahead and get through that information is what's kind of i don't know we'll we'll see gotcha maybe we'll come back to that question i think we've got just a couple more really uh so here we go from liam he says podcast cat do your uh <laughs> it's a question for a podcast cat do your human sl- do your human slaves feed you mail mix friskies or do you get premium food? Also, what is the recommended amount of sleep a human should get? um seven to eight hours i i did discuss with tabby prior to this episode uh she came in here and jumped on saw legs uh, and made him bleed dude oh that uh, hurt that did, I, I actually curious if i am bleeding right like <laughs> if i bled uh but we discussed with her and through her podcast cat knowledge she decided to share with us uh she said that we could share what food we get her what we get her is nine lives indoor complete she's an old cat she's been eating it pretty much her whole life so we just keep getting it for her i don't know she enjoys it um as for the amount of sleep that we should get as a human, she actually said that we do not get enough sleep and that we are supposed to sleep as often as possible if we go somewhere else like a job that we're supposed to get there, find the most comfortable spot, plot down, and she then sleep.
1: run for president.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it sounds like what she said is that if you're not sleeping 18 of the 24 hours of the day, then you're doing something wrong.
1: I really thought he was asking the question about sleep. I was like seven or eight hours. Yeah. If, if we're
0: being real if but i'm like
1: being really optimal I don't seven get hours
0: gets me good yeah i don't get that i get six hours of sleep on average no yeah screw that all right let's see the last few that we have all them donovan questions <laughs> make sure that they are no that's january 7th we've already done those
1: okay so, so is that the last one i've th- Think, throw another donovan question let me required. roll
0: through real quick and see because i think there's a couple up here january 21st yeah okay we got oh, okay we do have a couple more uh um, donovan for you let's see josh asked if you could only eat three things from a chinese restaurant for the rest of your lives what would they be super
1: easy teriyaki uh teriyaki steak or steak teriyaki whatever you want to call it it depends on where you go uh sweet and sour chicken general Tso's chicken easy peasy now it depends if this means this is a combo so do I get the white rice, the white steamed rice with this. If not, I'm going to substitute out teriyaki with white steamed rice so that I can eat general tso's chicken with steamed rice or sweet and sour chicken with steamed rice. Bert hates Chinese food, so he has no answer for this.
0: I do have answers for it, but that's because I like the odd things of a Chinese buffet. No,
1: nope, he's going to say chicken nuggets and nope, cheese sticks, no, no, no count. No, no nope. frog legs. That's nope, that still don't count. That's a southern food. That's a southern food. Nope, they're delicious. That doesn't count.
0: <laughs> I've never seen them anywhere except for Chinese buffet. You, you never went to uh old feed house? I never saw them there, but I did go oh to food old feed. Yeah, Seth, they Seth are good. Out though. One
1: time when eating it, they're good. They're all right. So,
0: yeah, I have no answer for that. I, I'm I'm good. I will gladly not even worry about that one. Sean asked, Mr. Sean May, out of all the Final Fantasy games, what world would you live in and explain why? If I had to live in a Final Fantasy world, does Twilight Town count? And Kingdom
1: Hearts? Yes. That would be a dope world. Because there's Final Fantasy characters in Twilight Town. No, not in Twilight Town. Wait. Hollow in Bastion. Hollow Bastion. I always get those two names confused. I don't get it. Okay. Is it because it's orange? The colors like associated with them? Both? I don't know, but um I would live
0: I think I would live in Hollow Bastion from Kingdom Hearts too that'd be cool but that's not the one so final fantasy wise if i had to say what world i would live in from final fantasy games that i've knowingly played zanarkin uh was well, anarkin is pretty cool but i've always had and this is a weird thing as much as i don't i enjoy nature but i don't don't enjoy the way that you have to go in about doing nature at least around us every time we go to hot springs we go to garvin gardens and spend a whole day there because it's awesome and i love it and there's i study to go don't even care about technology it's just fun um so in that idea of humble, nice nature, the world from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles has always just seemed so nice to me. Yeah, like it's just calm and Actually,
1: cool. You know what? I changed my answer from Xanarken. I'm gonna say Limsa Lominsa from Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, okay. The Sea Fair world. Enough. Fair enough.
0: Good one. Nice old. Good question.
1: Sea salt air. All uh,
0: right, and we got sea salt ice cream too. One more, if I'm not mistaken, from the 24th. Okay, so. I think we had a question dump here. And if we did, then we'll just answer a couple of them. Uh, let's see we've already talked about this one so I'll go ahead and just say it out loud but we can talk about it after everything you've seen of Anthem do you think Bioware will redeem themselves with what they did with Mass Effect yep. with, with their new IP I do um, I, I have played but I do think it's a little bit of a crazy slope because it's still not unless they really unless once the game comes out and the story is really amazing I still think there'll be some people that are mad that this is not a story driven of, of a game as their normal story driven uh, RPGs are Who asked that question Sean May Okay. Um, let's see. Man, it's okay. Uh, Enrique. So, Mr. Kiki asked, if you no know longer, and he's a Patreon. Thank you, good sir, patron. Uh, if you no longer needed money but had to still work, what type of work would you want to do? This right here. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I'm I was going to say, kidding.
1: like, this or Twitch streaming all day. Or not all day. No, I would not do not that. Not all day. Cause I'd hate Because I'd hate video yeah. games. But, yeah, I, I Twitch stream four hours a day.
0: Yeah. So... I like this though. This would be very fun, and it would be something cool to do if we didn't have to work. I mean, we, me and Saul have talked about it before. If we did not have to have jobs because of money, we would do this far more. I often.
1: would also like to be a cook, but I don't want to work in a kitchen with kitchen staff. So you just if be like a sense. home delicacy cook. Yeah, you know? that'd be cool. I'd be down. I make that. a YouTube channel called "You Can Talk About This Cheap Eats," where I put together budgets of food that are real cheap to eat, and I show you how to make them.
0: Okay, fair enough uh let's see When we get to a thousand
1: patreon subscribers a month all at ten dollars tier, i'll make cheap eats a thing we'll throw in one last donovan one
0: before we figure out the rest of these which is why does saul dislike the viewer so much that he refuses to do reader mail
1: in the episode it's because now you get these long funny form uh, or long form funny videos that uh that you get every two weeks instead of every episode and that we can actually focus on the questions and uh and the topics. The and so show.
0: we could be lewd and and gruesome or whatever. Yeah, we I can, guess
1: technically like since this is more hands, laid
0: back. hands off kind of stuff going on. Yeah. So Which is go. already what we're doing with the new off topic to an extent that yeah, if, if you're a patron you've already had a chance it's to worth, listen to. Honestly
1: it's it's worth the pay five dollars to listen to, I think. It was a
0: really good episode. I enjoyed it a lot. It's very fun uh what's your favorite restaurant mr donovan asked.
1: uh restaurant restaurant or fast food because restaurant, i gave him restaurant. another one
0: because that one was more of a joke one but
1: i'm gonna say chick-fil-a for fast food
0: uh if we're gonna go all out restaurant I have this weird fascination with Cheesecake Factory because I've only been able to have it once and it was so delicious. You've only
1: eaten Cheesecake Factory yes. once,
0: and dude, that chicken parmesan pizza style was so amazing that it's it's bewitched me and I want to go back. But if I had to go to like a restaurant that I can constantly go to because we actually have one here, uh, I am a very big partial fan uh, to Ironwood. I really I love that place. Dude, man.
1: honestly, I would say Ironwood has made it into my top restaurants. Like so I don't count good. McAllisters as a restaurant. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, if funny. we had
0: to say that technically i eat McAllisters every day so if you had to go off of my actions but that's because i can't afford ironwood every Dude, day.
1: ironwood is good not in terms like everything i've gotten from there so far when we've gone has been good and that's been a variety yeah the one time i got the burger was the real i don't actually i think i want Annie just to get the burger but the burger was real good with the fries yeah and then of course the catfish like where could you go to get a really good burger and a really good catfish Normally it's one or the other. It, normally
0: the the catfish will kind of suffer because of the burger, or, or the I'll, burger will I'll suffer.
1: I'll have diarrhea all day long. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with bad caffeine. I have
0: never, ever had any kind of stomach problems after leaving there. A boy, Long John
1: Silvers. Ooh. No. All right,
0: a couple more from Kiki. Let's see. And then we're going to save the other two for the next episode, Kiki. I think that you'll be okay with that. He says, if you could vacation anywhere, where would you guys go and why? Um, I'm going to go ahead and answer with something that we're already hoping to do all together if, uh, if it works out, which is
1: Japan. I've no, always wanted to go There's to one place higher for Japan than me. I mean, there's one place higher than Japan for me Antarctica, New Zealand. New Zealand?
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: That'd be yeah, dope. I want to go to Hoppington.
0: The thing is, is that New Zealand is only because of all the beautiful places that I know that will be there because of the movies. It's, exactly. But Japan is like, not only I, that Japan is beautiful in a lot of areas, but that Japan is a culture. I enjoy a lot of their stuff and their actual if societal all, culture. If
1: we all get together as a group and go to Japan, I've talked to Blaze about this. We're going to film you every time you eat. And oh, I, yeah, just, I want your reactions to, cause I know you don't like Japanese food so, at all. Uh, first of all, I don't like Chinese food. I'm more open to the idea of Japanese
0: food because they do. I mean, in general, I think, why would I go to Japan and not eat? I'm not going to go to Japan and not but be you're, at least somewhat.
1: You're such a such a picky eater. You're pickier than I am, but if I can't read a menu. I'm already uncomfortable. Okay. That's fair gonna enough.
0: Be a thing. fair <laughs> enough. But, uh, but I'll, I'll give you this. I, I know why you think this, but I don't think that you realize how much in the last year and a half Excuse me, that I have broadened my you have. my food actually, stuff.
1: We actually convinced you to go to Osaka's with us, which I'm surprised. Now we just got convinced. You I to go. shouldn't have gotten what I got at Osaka's. Now you just need to go to China Inn with us. We'll see. I think
0: you. I think you like the teriyaki steak. And we'll see because the Mongolia beef was ass, and I didn't like it at all. Yeah, you might not. I'm I sure have honest. had it.
1: Mongolian steak's a little rough.
0: Like, and I mean that like chewy. Yeah, I like my. Oh, well, as long as it's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where it's like rubbery, chewy. Yeah, I don't
1: like that. That's exactly why Osaka's was bad. To me. See, I love Osaka's. But now that I've gotten food poison from it, I'm over it. I'm a <laughs> di- I'm, I've, I've divorced it.
0: Uh, but yeah, I think Japan is it. And I think that also Japan would have a more actual, authentic version of what we're eating. Oh, no, I'm really sure. With. I'm 100% sure it will. I'm just... It's, and I like fish. So I actually, I mean, Chinese food Do you like bit, sushi, though? Hmm? I, eh, because mainly because of avocado. <laughs> yeah. And they all... Oh, not all, but a lot of them use avocado. Dude, avocado tastes like butter from the ground. I do not agree with that statement. Tastes like green butter. Yeah. <laughs> green butter okay i think that was our last question we'll save the rest kiki like yeah, i kiki, said kiki, we'll put them in, the we'll, we'll pull them in for the next we know one. you're
1: cool with that thank you for uh, being a patreon and thank you for the good times in discord as all you guys who are uh, patreon listeners and uh we
0: would go forever if i'm being honest right now i'll be completely transparent this has been a long enough episode already it's almost an hour and
1: 40 minutes or something like that uh, and it's i just kingdom really want to play Day. kingdom hearts three i have limits of time compared to brett to play kingdom hearts this yeah. man can sleep six hours and be fine i slept five hours last night I'm probably going to sleep five hours tonight. I'm going to be wrecked tomorrow by the time I get on work. I'm not going to, like, I got to play.
0: No, I got you. You got to catch up to 30 you. years in the making.
1: <laughs> but we thank everybody for tuning in, as always. Remember, yeah. if you ever want to submit us a question, check out the links below where you can find our Twitter and our Discord and everything else under the sun. And if you're here and you stayed all the way through uh, as a new follower on Twitter to, from the giveaway, thank you and uh, hope yeah. you like it. Welcome to the uh, Triangle Squared family. Yep, thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks to our patrons, Chad V, Dan Barber, Josh Jarrell, Mikey 12. My name is Dan Douglas Below, Sean Santarude, Shadowist, Stephen Salazar, The Stonard, Travis Below, Blake Popes, and Eduardo Palomino. If you would like to support us on Patreon, the link is in the description below, and we appreciate all of you that do support us now. Thank you.